sipping, I'm 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 sipping. Smartphone, y'all sound dumb. Nah, it's crazy. Nah, that's real shit. She did right. This is Sipping with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't sipping with Sam, you ain't sipping right. Get your fucking life together. And I got Saf with me. Yo, yo. I'm in the building. And um, I'm going to let Saf introduce our guest, man. Listen, <laughs> we have a amazing person sitting next to Aww. us. Um, You are talented. You're... You know what? First of all, we just got to... Oh, you can see the merch real quick. Show the merch. I don't want to be covered, but we have an amazing person. She is black. She's bold. She's beautiful. Thank you, Um, You're intelligent. You're educated. You're a motivator. You're an inspirator. Um... How you doing, Queen? Listen, how you doing, Queen? I'm doing good. I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Miss BBB, welcome, and thank you for being here today. I appreciate that. I'm grateful to be here. Hey, King. How are you? How you doing? I'm great. You here? Yes. We've been talking about this since we met, which ain't that long ago. It really hasn't (laughs) been that long ago. But But these these conversations (laughs) started that first day, and that's what, like, a lot of times, you know, we run around, we see each other, this, that, and the third, and people will assume that... It built into this. We met each other with intentions on figuring out what each other had going on later. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. We were just in a high stress, very um, energized position to where we couldn't sit down and chop it up. But from that day, you said to me, I said to you, and and you know, vice versa. We all dis- discussed that we were going to get each other on each other's platforms. We were right, going to check out each other's platforms Absolutely. and try to um, help with resources. And we've been doing it. We've been ever running since, the race since. Ever so since, I ever just want to point out, like you know. I know we need to fill people out, but when it comes to business, sometimes you, your intentions is what comes first. And we followed up on Definitely. all our intentions in a short amount of time. So I appreciate you getting Absolutely. here. Listen. I want to applaud that, too, because that's really um, uh, it's really important. It's something that we speak about. There's two things that I wanted to mention. First thing is, as they say, real working out is real, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so your energy matched. Our, like, we just have um, just had um, amazing um, energy. And we just, since, since as a unit, we've met. You and I go way back. Um, and that's the second thing I want to get back to is it's really important um, in your circles, your surroundings, um, when you meet people to network them, establish that communication and also maintain it, as right. you said. Definitely maintain those relationships. And so we go back to being Danko dolls. So Whew. it's really important to people again just to um, be in a certain um, a certain circle in a community. So mm-hmm. shout out to Philadanko. Yes. Shout out to Joan Myers Brown. To all of the shout followers. out to y'all. Like I know y'all praising me right now, but seriously, it's about y'all too because we did meet in a short amount of time and make so much happen. We've been Absolutely. running the race. And like I was t- telling Sammy before we got started is it's a joy to start the month with you guys Aww. and end the month with you guys. And we I want to put, we did. I like, right. I thought about it on the way here. I was like, oh my God. Like I started the month with them on um, Fly Girl and Fly yeah, Boy Radio. Yeah, yeah. And then now here sipping with Sammy and Sunny Brick. And then I was like, I got to do a whole little recap video. And I got started with that content and ended with this content oh, for February. That That'd is be beautiful. Heavy. That'd be heavy. It absolutely is. I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah, you know, I was man. thinking about it on the way here. So, you know, as we celebrate, you know, each other. I know I'll get my flowers right now. I'm definitely going to keep celebrating. You know, that's been my, that's been my theme. That's that's how you've always been. And that's how the relationship and the energy started off well, because like I said, you, you approached it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you walked into a room that a lot of people were overwhelmed in. You asked me for a quick little set of advice as to where you should set up at. And when I made a suggestion, the next thing you did was said, you know what? I'm going to sit my stuff here and I'll be fine. And you figured it out Mm -hmm. in no time. And to be able to navigate that kind of stressful situation especially where you was in a position where you was one of the later people to get there that was in media right 
and you 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 still had the wherewithal to be decent to other motherfuckers to engage other people to be interested in what they had going on like people can't do one of the five they really can't and swear they professional and trust me sammy it took me a minute to get like that because we had that conversation and i'm at the point now that when i step into situations i have to fill out the room mm-hmm. like one of my st- um, strategy steps is always evaluate the situation and then weigh the pros and cons absolutely so like you said coming in there not really knowing what to do i just had to step back for a minute and just be like all right what's happening here okay boom now i see where i can maneuver and it's funny i just went through the same situation when i had to go travel to kentucky i was stuck in the airport you know with all the crazy weather and, mm. and um airlines being shut down yeah that's a wild thing i got to, to atlanta and they talking about my flight got canceled and you know so high high as shit y'all like you yeah. know getting on the airplane in the middle of a pandemic so i had to calm my nerves trying to maneuver i realized I do better when I step back and, re- and evaluate mm-hmm. instead of jumping right into it. Right, right, right. Because then I normally panic. Mm-hmm. My nerves get high. I have a lot of fear, embarrassment, mm-hmm. shame. Mm-hmm. Whereas in now, with all this growth and um, self-care, I'm noticing more that don't rush into things. Mm-hmm. I can't do it for similar reasons. I mean, my anxiety and my temperament doesn't allow me to rush into things right um i have to think about them two or three times and i have to lean on the fact that no matter how urgent or deep what's going on is i've probably been through worse Mm. and i'm in the middle of it Mm -hmm. so analyze it that way it's like i told you know chick y'all know chick chick was going through something a few months ago and she was very upset rightfully so right but i kept telling her one thing about what you're going through is you're in the middle of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Solving it only takes a couple of days. It's not It's not going to be a long-term thing. Right. So realize why you're in the middle of it, that you're in the middle of it, so that you can relax a little bit. Definitely. And see things from a different perspective than, you know, it, it only takes 10, you change 10 degrees we, we, at Definitely. a different trajectory. Definitely. You and it was I mean? a lot of Just people in about- that room at the Philly Hip Hop Awards. So anxiety was definitely at an all-time high. <laughs> right. And guess what? It's, it's also, um, it makes you... It helps you or assists you with focus. Like you, mm-hmm. you can a- identify what you need to focus and actually your order of operation and how you should execute it. Right, and that's true too. Because speaking of trying to focus and maneuver, stepping away, I was able to focus. Like, who am I supposed to get an interview with? Right, right. Because remember, and I told y'all everybody was trying to ask me for drops, and I kept thinking about, well, do you want this interview or do you want to do a drop? Right. Which, what's more important? Right, so you're right, right. right. That focus is is potential is key. It's key, right? And you see, I'm spoiled. <laughs> I got these ladies with me. We got the fly girls that pop up damn near everywhere we at. They direct traffic for me. Right. A lot of times, I'm, you know, I'm good with just tell me when to go. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. until then, I'm going to fix my drink. I'm going to roll my L. I'm going to hit my L, try to relax my nerves. But I don't have to, like, maneuver as much as, like, some of y'all did that day because I have a team with me. But they just jump into these moods. Like, right. I didn't, you know, when it started... Me and Kay was trying to figure a lot of shit out. Me and Saif was adapting to a lot of things that wasn't necessarily comfortable. Like, just imagine the two of us interviewing somebody like this right next to the stage speakers. Right. And you can't hear us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't know if mm-hmm. we picking up in the mic. We don't know how good it is, but mm-hmm. we got to get everybody. No, I get it because the outside <laughs> don't see that. They just see what we're putting out there, mm-hmm. but they don't see all the work that goes into setting up production. And I don't complain about those setups because mm-hmm. you know what? This is hip hop, right? And, definitely, and, and and that's part of it. And I mean, not necessarily this platform is it. We are hip hop. We mm-hmm. we come from that's our culture. 
So sometimes you backstage, sometimes you on stage, sometimes you under the stage, sometimes you in a barn, right, right. sometimes you in a fucking garage. Like we don't complain about that. Definitely we had to make complain. adjustments. We had to adjust equipment. We had to have a plan A. Gotta learn how to play B all fields. Yep. Depending on the venue. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. So you know we had to order more stuff, but they've helped a lot with my adjustments. So I've been spoiled with that part because Blessings. A, 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 while we're on scene. They do a lot of the talking and the navigating and the dealing with people. Like I said, we've interviewed people that didn't know I talked until we started interviewing them. Right. Because I'm afforded that luxury. So. And I they know that what they do and don't go unnoticed by you. They already know that, right? They but know they saving me for myself anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and we all there to build relationships. You right. off making sure that I don't piss nobody off. And uh, we know. I mean, no, I'm it's a real thing. No, because right? like, no, the first thing I did say was, yeah. you know, I know my temperament. So you I'll pull myself out. You absolutely said that first. I'll pull myself out. You have to know yourself when you're working with other people because then you have to set those boundaries. Sure. And that's where I really applaud y'all because it takes a long time to find a solid team. It's a challenge, too. That can it's play a, a helping hand and you don't feel like you're giving your all and they're giving any less or you're being pulled this way and that way or someone's feeling like something's not going right and i watch how your team navigates and you can tell that there is growth and it can be more growth within it and that y'all listen to each other that's the one thing about collaborating with Mm -hmm. other people is taking the time to really listen and that's listening to understand Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, absolutely mm -hmm. never to react and never to respond Mm -hmm. and salute to the logo another person that spoils and makes sure that the situation fits but it's like that's another way i was spoiled too i grew up with one of my star players Mm -hmm. like i've known her her whole life i knew things about her that she didn't know about herself when we were young when we were kids because always engaged her and her crew they was the homies they was you know we was all like family and when they would be you know young going through that time of the month or emotional this or boyfriend that i never wanted no attitude right (laughs) so i was always analyzing why like how do i get around this attitude Mm -hmm. type of thing so i figured out their 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 temperaments their behavior their emotions and how they operate i've always been able to talk to. well you know what they say when we're around people a lot character traits fall onto ourselves yo absolutely true he told me that i do two a days like i work out a lot when I'm stressed and I didn't realize I know now because he told me but I didn't realize that I work out so much when I'm stressed like you know some people like may overeat or not eat at all like mm-hmm. and my friend identified that for me so that's how well we know listen y'all got to bind y'all solid y'all tight and it's not gonna go nowhere it's not yeah. I so love it let's talk about you have multiple things I want to get into your name um, I mean I kind of did an introduction but let's just talk about like your name first of all because I need our viewers to understand who Miss BBB is and how it came to be alright so Miss BBB stands for Black Bold and Beautiful it's basically just me stepping out and being the face of my brand until I can find the people that want to you know authentically mm. I gotta say it like that because mm-hmm. you know people want to come apart of your platforms sometimes have their own motives yep. and it doesn't always work out so I, until I authentically and genuinely find those that can be the face of Black Bone and Beautiful I'm gonna do it myself mm-hmm. I also figure I can do it myself because I like as y'all said I dabble in a lot of different things I've done a lot of behind the scenes lighting um, photography technical board operations so I want to now take that and bring it in front of the camera. Okay. So play both sides. Play the fence. 
And it's actually really helping me step out of my comfort zone, which is what my platform is all about. So Black, Bold, and Beautiful is a brand that advocates truth and understanding purpose by implementing self-care strategies through digital media productions. We are at a digital media time uh-huh. right now. Okay, I'm an old school, traditional person, you know. And people look down on that as a tool right. for right. what you're talking about. Right. right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I feel yeah. like... I'll bring both to the table mm-hmm. and I'll show it in the way that anybody, everybody can understand. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's been um, a year and a half now since I presented my platform. Dope. And the, when I first started it, it was just really strategizing, preparation, planning. And I kept telling myself, if it takes a year to do that, then it takes a year to do that. Because a lot of people jump into business, branding, entrepreneurship and thinking that it's just going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. And you and you can be, as they say, when we go through changes and transitions, something, um, someplace in three months, six months, end of the year. Right. And if you just level it out, it works out so much better. Absolutely. And as we talked on um, Fly Girl and Fly Boy Radio, I was in a whole different type of place when I started this brand. Mm. And I had to keep thinking to myself, how can you start something advocating this when you're not even there yourself yet? Mm. So I had to stop and think. What can I do can, that can be a relation to other people? Mm-hmm. And that is just showing them the process along the way. Because, we, again, we all go through different things. I think that's dope, though, because people don't like to be talked at, talked down to, or swung down on. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about certain things as, as far as self-care and confidence and what real self-love means, and it's way deeper than a selfie, mm-hmm. Um people get offended and they don't know how to take that but if people mm-hmm. can see that you're on a journey with them mm-hmm. that's you know it's kind of like doing an exercise class you don't want them barking orders you want to see them go through it too you, right, right, right you know and it's and it's like oh all right well i can see where that's a struggle for somebody else and i'm good at this part mm-hmm. but i need to figure out that other part to balance it out to where i could have everything on a level so i could pull this off right I think it's important to see. I think it's dope that you realized after starting, you knew it was a necessity for it and didn't realize how necessary it was for you. Right. I think that's ill because you didn't put it down. You 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 went in that direction. Right, right. Because the very thing that a lot of people try to brush under the table is that we do need to put ourselves first. We can care and love and do so much for others, but what about just doing for ourselves, taking the time that we need for ourselves? Like I said, I've been pushing it, and I'm a like. All month I've been saying celebrate you, love you, mm-hmm, and then yeah. I've been celebrating others and loving others. But I can honestly also say that I've also been in a very down place as well, trying to figure out how much do I give to others. Mm-hmm. So you know, I want to I want to say that I appreciate your platform too because um, I appreciate the self love and uh, well, the self love strategies and a lot of the information that you provide. But something that I want to, um, something that's a challenge for me is I'm trying to focus on myself too, right? And it's, it's a challenge when you talk about the giving part mm-hmm. because sometimes people make I you feel like you're selfish over. for focusing on well, you. you. Right. And I'm trying to find that balance. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's a fine line. And this is how I'm starting to or find the balance. Or at least I feel like it is. How you talk and how you deal with people. Mm. So when I'm talking to people and I'm saying I'm taking time for myself, I always try to say it. And you know, that's just me thinking about how I'm not projecting myself onto you because I know that you need time for this or you got a lot of going on. And okay. then you see, I feel like people start understanding and respecting that a little bit more. Because I'm considering you, but I'm really thinking about, about me. me. Right, right, 
right. I like that. Well, I'm going to be honest. Because I'm, oh. so, I'm too direct. I'd be like, look, I am not doing <laughs> it for you today, okay? And, you know, I run around, I rap and all of that. So I pay attention to what a lot of rappers go through. Mm-hmm. And they always say, you know, when you are making strides and you become successful, you not even so much successful because nobody can tell what your level of success is. Right. right. But okay. when you're put into a certain light, when you're removed from the day in and day out of the environment you come around from, people always say that they start to hate you. And then I heard somebody put it a little better recently. And they said, a lot of the time, the resentment isn't hate. They miss you, and they don't know how to deal with emotions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So their way of dealing with uncomfortable situations sometimes is violently, sneakily. You know, there's angles to it because they don't understand, like, bro, you missed this motherfucker. Right. Reach out or deal with that or whatever so that it doesn't become a thing that affects everybody else. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you say that... (sighs) Think about all the celebrities and influencers that get the backlash from people within their community that keep always saying, oh, well, you don't give back or you don't come see it. It's just what you said. Maybe we miss you. Maybe we're just so admired or inspired by what you got going on. But then I also have to say on that end, for those people who have made it or have pushed to do what they're doing right now, because we all go through something, we all got a story, don't feel guilty that you're not going backwards mm-hmm. and don't feel guilty because they don't on, see it I right. was about to say that that's what I was about to say that's what I was going to go to because I don't feel like a lot of times I don't feel like everything has to be publicized if I'm genuinely doing something, something from my heart, heart then I, I, it doesn't have to be publicized for everybody to exactly. see exactly like for one instance and I know you may know a little bit more you both may but um, like for me I know I've always heard that about Michael Jordan right people always said that about Michael Jordan and more currently it's been more publicly noted the things that he's been doing for the black yeah, community after the documentary after the documentary right but I also feel 20 like 20 years late 30 years go ahead <laughs> right but I'm just saying yeah. but, but I'm just saying but we don't know all the other things that he's may done. have transpired. You know what I'm right. saying? But, but, and the reason I say 20, 30 years later is because he's put up with that scrutiny. Like, it's That's had, my point. It's had an effect on the one thing that he does care about, right. which is his legacy in sports. Right. right. People have always tried to knock him down a notch because lack of philanthropy, lack of interest in his own community by their perception of mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. I've been a part of those conversations mm-hmm. and I've compared him to others, but we're also talking about different times, different understanding, and he was the first athlete of his kind. Mm-hmm. So the first one to go through it, which means that there's no way to really- the precedent. There's no, yeah, there's, there's, there's no blueprint to navigate this. Right. There's what I know happened in the past, which is dangerous as hell, Right. and I don't quite know where this puts me now. And that's something you have to deal with. Right. You got a LeBron that comes out. You know, he wasn't even born when you was going through this. And right. see, and that's what people So he's don't understand. after a Kobe. So he's going to be a little different because Kobe was a little different. And mm-hmm. now Brian is elevated. But now they compare him directly to a Mike who is somebody that is 40 years his senior. Right. right. And with saying all that, I think that's where I'm at with my brand is just like, the past is going to be different than what the future is. It has to be. It so should be. So as we are moving forward, no one should hold anybody to their past. Because we all are going to elevate and we all going to grow. We have to grow. Within reason. I was about right. to say. Within reason. Right. As long as like we acknowledge the growth. Right. But we have to acknowledge where we come from, too. Yeah, that, too, as well. That's us say, because we all have to take accountability for things. Absolutely. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, um, you know, nobody is perfect. But we can't, like, we have to own things. Mm-hmm. Um, accountability is something that we've had a lot of conversations on this pod about. When you own up the shit people can't use it against you. Mm. When and you live what, your truth, people can't mm-hmm. use it right. against you. Right, and that's you. why I say let's if walk you in our see, truth. If you want to see your past mm. keep haunting you, let it. Right. 
I agree. Allow it to. But when we're speaking our <laughs> truth, the one thing I tell people is that you have to remember that your truth is your truth. Absolutely. Everybody is going to have their version of a story. Absolutely. You cannot allow other people's versions of your truth depict what your version is because then you start pulling yourselves in all different types of direction Absolutely. you don't owe anybody the explanation of things as long as you are speaking your truth on the light of what it is for you that's all that matters and right? as long as you're not hurting people right like and I, I don't want to say intentionally Shame hurting on people. on social media, man. Since it's implementation, like, I feel like it's given. And that's why I said I'm an old school, traditional type person, especially with this journalism and comedi- media. communication <laughs> media feel. Like, social media, is technology is good for advancement in a certain sense, but social media technology makes it a disadvantage. Well, part of the reason. If, that- it's, if it's used improperly, right? If it's not used in the most eff- effective and in the best way but there's so many different ways where we start to you know do those different lists yeah. of how they are not used improperly we yeah. got to start thinking about you know the creeping then you know language what people are posting and well, then you know traffic it's mm-hmm. just like it mm-hmm. comes down to it's similar to hip hop mm. it's so new mm-hmm. in respect to every other way of communication socialization community or whatever have you so the people that are on there being positive or on there being constructive and things like that, they don't even know how to curtail what they intake. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So now they're bogged down with the nonsense because we're not even that advanced on this medium yet to figure out how to make it the perfect place for us to do what we exactly. want to do. Exactly. I definitely agree with you. I you, think it's that. You was right. Sammy point. be coming with the knowledge, girl. Sometimes he he get them with the wise words. But my shit, be more John Blaze than that. Hold on. I'm about to tell y'all. I forgot that this was sitting here. And I'm only going to tell you why I forgot that this was sitting here because it's a Tuesday. Oh. No, it's because we gave you a damn soda. We should have made you stick to the script. <laughs> Get thirsty. You got one option. <laughs> but no, I'm going to drink this because it's definitely going no, down got, nice no, and smooth. No, we're going to toast right now. Toast that. See, because you drew attention to it. No, because I, I, I want to tell you glasses. something. Because I want to tell you something about it. So when you called me and you asked me why I wanted to drink and whatnot, and you said the cognac, my godmother was like, oh, you got to tell him to get the cherries. I said, this is a podcast show. We not do-. He's like, no, but that's what you drink with the cognac. You got to get the four cherries, and then you what? put two ice she cubes in it. She OG. We could have done it. Like I, I didn't even think about it. Refrigerator, so right, see, go. and I didn't even think about it. I was like, you know, I'll talk about it with them on the podcast. You know, we could all do a little schooling right there. So I just wanted to that's talk that's about Shout out that. to her. That's not my twist, but I, 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 I was raised like, you know, I come about drinking. That, that's when you had the grand Yeah, we used to. I didn't grow up drink. I grew up drinking with my friends, but right. I learned about drinking from grown folks. Right, right. And I, uh, certain things you don't mix, certain behaviors that you don't do in a bar at the bars, just certain mm, things, things. Yes, that just you fade. don't turn your back to the bar. You got to run it. I, I know the four cherry <laughs> and a couple cubes thing. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with that. Like when you said, I'm like, oh, she an OG. So right. shout out to her. Right. She right. was just like, that's yeah, just not how I do my, no, I run my you. thing. I feel yeah. you. I'm like, no, I'm gonna just but talk about. If that, that was what you, no, I was willing to stop for a bottle. So if you wanted cherries, I'd have got you the cherries. Listen, I didn't even know you did that with cognac. So when she said it, I was like, no, I'll just go and talk about. I was like, but I'll definitely. Definitely mentioned she's like, you just gotta get the two ice cube, you put about four cherries, little um, what's that, a toothpick and whatnot, just be sipping nicely. I was like, Oh, you really trying to, you yeah, know, she, be she original on player, Tuesday. Oh, original on player, Tuesday. Yes. but what we was talking about with um, <laughs> the confusion with social media, that's part of the reason that with all the ways we could have went with this platform, this is a conversational platform, right? Because what I learned, I learned before social media, 
a lot of times relationships, whether that's um, with women or with my homies, motherfuckers have no idea how to communicate. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to have a conversation. They don't know how to have a disagreement. Every disagreement is considered an argument or a fight. Hello. And that's very scary and it's very dangerous. And it got ostracized. It got it got blown up and plastered and put in my face based on social media. Listen, Sammy, that's some real stuff because someone was on the um in a conversation with me the other day and this was only via text message and voicemail and they was just like, Yeah and they they was going back and forth with me via text and I'm just not a person that does that. I'm just like if we're yeah. gonna have a conversation either gonna be in person or give me a call so words don't get misconstrued. I really don't like talking through the text. Right. Inflection, tone, body language, all, that, all these things all are taken that. away. So they're saying to me they was like, Well I just don't wanna call because I don't wanna go back and forth. So I was like, Well why would you think that we would be going back, back and, and forth? forth? But some and people it's actually what we're doing via text. Right. But and it's a cheat code, though, because now they have time to think of their Response. responses. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And they're typing, like text they're typing while you're responding, so they're not even reading your shit. Right. I don't and like text messages. it all plays for in that right purpose, now. In the, for that reason. In that way. That communication is lacking, and people just use it via social media. That's I why see people that like literally it. say, why would you call my phone? You should have texted me. Right. And not to me, but, like, they'll post it. Right. Like, why do people call people? Like... Why do you have a phone? Get right. a deeper, Like, yo. what are you doing? You might as well get a two-way. Everything like, else going back. Might as well go back to beepers. Well, yo, I it's just crazy. Can't do, I need a phone call. I mean, for certain things. I mean, if it's a yes or no, you know, some, some things you can definitely handle through text. A conversation, is, and most of them, is not one of the ones that I want to do. Like, I just can't do it. When we're right. scheduling things, me and Sav text. When there's something to talk about, Sav calls me. I call Sav. Definitely, Sof. definitely. We don't text those things. Right. No. First but of all, scheduling is something. All right, cool. We got something coming up in a couple days. I'll shut the I could wait for a response. Down quick, first of all, I'll just call quick. you. No, I'm going to just call. Quick. I want to call you. If you text me, <laughs> first of all, I, I'm I'm a big on right now with telling people let's engage more. If you're texting me in conversation beyond how are you doing. Um, what are you doing and stuff because Sound you like can you ask me that I want to say something else to her too no I'm talking about period like <laughs> just regular girlfriends or anything because let's think about our text conversations someone texts you that hey girl how you doing you answer hey I'm doing okay. so and so oh okay what the fuck am I saying after oh, okay you text me right, so right, right. I'm assuming that you're about to continue this conversation right, right, so right. what I've been telling people now because I realize that people don't go in depth with follow up questions or really trying to really interesting in what a person is saying when you're asking that what are you doing or how are you doing is saying that when we are in conversation let's rephrase what we are saying when we send it out mm-hmm mm -hmm. And let's make sure that we are not saying the usual, oh, how are you doing? What are you doing? Because you are already stopping yourself in conversation right there, mm -hmm. especially if it's text message. I feel like it depends on the, per the recipient. But I feel like it becomes a construct. Like, with someone like you, you have a deeper understanding, like, as we all do, of conversation. Mm -hmm. But for the average person, it's the thing to do. Right, it's the That's the problem. Right? Right. That's the, the problem. It's the, it's the greeting, the salutation. Well, that's the like, problem with all of this stuff. Everybody's like, just doing me, what they think they should do. I'm sorry, we all I'm, when I say it, I genuinely mean, how are you? And I always, if somebody, if you say to me, hey, Sai, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Right. But you at the same I mean? like, time, your conversation doesn't go dead at that point. Right. It usually doesn't. And that's why and I, I say she's, she's saying, talking about lesser conversations. I wanted to comment on something that she mentioned, too, because I love your thought process and I just love the way you move. When you were on um, Fly Girl and Flyboy, you mentioned how, and it's something that really resonated with me because I've been thinking about this and I've kind of spoke to him about it and I don't even know if he knows where I got it from. But 
you mentioned about some of these relationships that you, relationships that you had with friends that you kind of had to. I just thought um, about that too. You kind of had to like. Um, just you didn't end them, but you just had to change the way that you were within these relationships. These oh yeah, friendships. definitely. Like if they're not like minds or not doing the same things that you do, or common goals. Oh yeah, definitely. Or understanding of or your trajectory, what you trying or, to accomplish. Or understanding of your traje- trajectory. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was just really, it was really important that I heard that when I heard that, and it resonated with me. So I just wanted to thank you for I've that. Been there. Have, have you been evaluating some friendships? Absolutely. I've I been love there. it. And I mean, I I'm not somebody that really loses friends, but I'm not as close to some people. And I remember there was a time where I got into it with a friend of mine because he was, without understanding what I was trying to do, he was trying to tell me how to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I had no problem listening to his idea because he's somebody I respect. And I know he ain't no idiot. You right. know what I mean? So he probably got... But when he said it, I was like, that's exactly what I was... I could go. I could have went this way or that way. I decided not to go that way for right. a reason. So right. let me explain my reason because right, I'm right. aware of that. Right, right. That's Definitely. the part of a conversation. Like, I though. have that information that you have. Like everything you just said makes sense if that's the whole, all you know. No, right. But mm-hmm. I know both sides because I'm on both sides, and I decided that that wasn't the trajectory right, right, right. for me. So let me explain it and to you. And this is about me. And, and he didn't really think. want to hear it, and it turned into an argument that almost turned into a fight that turned into I'm gonna just go ahead and do what I was gonna do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I've done has actually wound up, in a lot of ways, being bigger than what I even intended. Right. But that's because I chose the way that I chose as opposed to the other way. Right, right. No, and I'm glad that y'all are having this evaluation because, like I said, this is an everyday evaluation no matter what. But I'm going to definitely clear it up for anyone who is watching so they can understand that this is not just letting go of friends and cutting people it's off not about that or just doing away with them. This is just really understanding the positions that everybody play in your life. And like, you know, we have all different types of friends and family members. Mm -hmm. And you have to understand that even if you had a long time relationship with them, as we keep growing and growing, everyone just cannot be on the journey. You can be my A1 day one all day. But it's a time and place for everything and everything. Right. And if I'm talking to you about like business and you're talking to me about this, yeah, I'm going to listen. I'm going to comment. I'm going, but it's just not lining up where I can, I need to now put myself in and all day what? conversation with At this. At some point, it starts taking away from my time and mm-hmm. my energy and my effort. But, but we want, I just want to say one thing, you know, mm-hmm. the mental roller. No, I want to say it touched on three things that we talked about. Well, two things, two are related, but it talked about focus. Yes. And it talked about growth and change as well. So yep. all this is kind of just, just, yeah. But like one of the things, because we from we from Philly we know a lot of people I've helped quite a few people that had great trajectories some that have gone on to do great things some that are actually right now while we're talking doing and building towards their greatness Mm -hmm. and one conversation I've had consistently with any one of them that I've helped that has said yo if I get this I'm gonna do this or I'm another I always say yo you don't owe me nothing more than this when you popping find time to get a grub with me we smoke, we drink, we bust a nice little meal, and we talk and laugh about the old days, and we talk about what you, you got sound going like me, on Sammy. now. You sound That's like me. That's all I want all is I want that little too. bit of time, and I don't need right. that every year. Right. You ain't got to come through every Thanksgiving. I see right. you in five, and, and see but I just want you to. I just want to see where you at mentally. I want to be able to gauge that because I want to be proud of you personally. Mm-hmm. Right. And see, your the real people who are always or understand you or know you and that's around you will understand the thing, these steps that you're taking. Mm-hmm. Because when I had to reach out to like my friends and family with that, they understood it. 
they understood the one because they already understood what I was going through and what I already been through. And they and know was, you. Right. And it's healthier for all of them. Like mm-hmm. my one girlfriend, I literally, when I was telling her, when she was trying to say to me, yeah, I want to do this, I want to do that. And I'm like, Jasmine, you can do it. You really can do it. What does that sound like? But you're just, <laughs> you're making excuses to do it. Like, even if you have kids and you have this and that, you can make the initiative to do things. And I said, let me tell you one reason why you're not doing these things. You're wasting a lot of time. You're wasting a lot of time when you're on the phone FaceTiming with so-and-so, but y'all not talking about nothing. Y'all just watching each other in the camera or just doing whatever. That's wasted time where that's something where you can be putting toward to what you're telling me that you wanted to better for you. And I'm going to give y'all a cheat code because I know what some of this wasted FaceTime is. I was about to say Well, I'm watching right. TV and she oh, watching what I'm watching. Oh, about but hold up. Let me tell you a secret. <laughs> You can watch those same shows, mm-hmm. but if you're not on FaceTime, you might watch them while you're on your computer. You, all that, absolutely. Sammy, and I can't you might FaceTime. watch them while you're returning emails and, and, and posting and doing whatever and you need to do on your I phone. I had to bring up the example because I said you <sighs> can be doing these things. It's just how you're maneuvered. I was like, girl, because when you, cause she, and it only came about because it was just like you're not calling me as much as you more. And it was like not that I don't want to call you or have conversation with you. I'm but gonna wait one, till we got something my, to talk about. My mind, right? And my headspace is on a whole different type mind frame right now. And it's not that we're not on the same page because you're rooting for me. You're supporting me. I love that. But you don't understand what this entails at the same right. time, neither. So she that's what she's speaking to me. But go ahead. Right, but that's what I mean when I say evaluating these journey of friendships and relationships, maintaining them healthy and professionally and personally. I just had someone on my podcast show, Kev Carr. I don't know if y'all know him, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he's big here in yeah. Philly. You know, he talks about the dating game. Yes, a lot. I do. <laughs> um, he has a couple books too, doesn't he? He does have a couple books. Yeah. Um, I'll plug him real quick. Yeah. You ready sure, for this? Sure. He's, he's, no, okay. he's dope. No, no, he's no. a dope person. No, I was just saying, you ready for it? Very if positive. all men are dogs, then women, you hold the leash. That's real. It's a very good yeah. book. I think you should definitely um, read it. It's a great it. premise. It's a really good premise. I like the premise. Yeah. And then his other one is dating responsibly. So I just had him on where we was talking about setting boundaries, mm-hmm. both professionally and um, personally. And it's just, it's just needed. Mm. Because you're just not going to get to where you need to be. Like I tell people, my phone goes on do not disturb sleep mode at 10 30 at night i don't care who you are i don't care if it's business i might be up doing whatever handling business Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but i will not get that message unless it's unless i'm in my phone and Mm -hmm. i don't have no problem missing a call missing a text message or anything because i'm setting a boundary Mm -hmm. for me i like that like i tell people please try not to call me before 9 a.m because i need that time in the morning to balance out me. How am mm-hmm. I going to be inspirational for you today if I'm not setting the tone? Absolutely. Mm. Now, two things. That was dope. First thing is the boundary thing. Mm-hmm. Now, I've always understood boundaries. My mom has always been very big on making me aware of what these things were before I knew what the word was. Mm-hmm. You know, just because um, as a young black man, you have to be careful. Mm-hmm. But my last job was in behavioral health. Okay. And I worked on a campus and I ran a uh, consistent unit. Like most, 98% of my shifts was on the same unit. But we're teaching autistic kids, kids with Down syndrome, kids with all type of behavioral problems mm-hmm. about boundaries. People that, you know, pe- people that are deemed not able to understand these things are able to learn boundaries. Right. Now, that has given me a little less patience 
with fully functioning adults. Right. It is. That don't understand boundaries. Right. So <laughs> now hold up. My second thing. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Cause cause Sai says she feel like you're talking directly to her. One thing that I had to preach to Saf wasn't really alone, because I don't want them to get this confused. Cause I know what it all comes down to. I usually had to get through the Saf that no time is perfect. Right. There's never right. going to be a perfect time. Definitely. That was it. Cause I like because she always knew what she wanted to do. She always had an idea how to do it. Now, the landscape has changed, and that's why I salute her for being able to figure out a way to adapt and adjust because mm -hmm, she had mm -hmm. a plan before we had this excess. So she had to make adjustments to her plan on the fly. But she always knew it. And my thing was like, just do it. No, but I got do it. But you know what? Guess what? We are getting older. Situation's going to get deeper. Do it. And if you need me, call me. I, I learned how to do some shit. Right. Just do it. And that was the only thing with her. Like, she had her own demons that you might be speaking to. But when it comes to, like, our conversation, my conversation with her, which is how I feel like we should all be to our people, is I know what she was supposed to do in life. Right. I support whatever it takes to get that done. I want you to start working towards that today. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Today. Mm -hmm. Not for me, but because at a time when you're early 20s and you already know what your legacy is. Right. That's a blessing. Mm -hmm. All the roadblocks, all the bullshit, all the losses, relationships, fucking moving, jobs, no jobs. All of this is going to exist right. the entire time. Definitely. The There's entire time. Be some obstacles. We're never going to be without it. So you know what feels like the perfect time? Midnight. Mm -hmm. And then one day she, she told me that she was on it. And then she stopped talking to me about it until she had something. I had to do that. I had to stop talking to people about it because I also started feeling like I wasn't getting support from some people as well. Like, why aren't you well, doing she this? Just, oh, I felt when like she I started had to moving, show improve. She right. knew she had to show the other side. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like I said, because when I kept thinking, well, why isn't this coming? It's like, you know what? Stop talking about it. Do it. Do you know what my mom told it. me? My mom told me, don't talk about it, be about it. Yep. And that came from me telling my, one time I. And her mom a real one. It was about me saying something I probably, I was like, I'm going to just do this. She was like, don't talk about it, be about it. Like, you keep talking about what you're going to do. Like, Right. Do it. No, listen, everything that I probably be preaching, and I'm very honored. I'm very, very honored that you said a lot of stuff resonated with you. It's just stuff that just was happening with me and mm. that I go through that I just try to bring to the table. But we have to be honest with these platforms. Right. If we build these platforms around what we think people want to hear as opposed to what's true to us, then mm. we're not doing the justice of having your own platform. Right. right. What's and the point? Exactly. And then I also want people to think... I don't want y'all to think all this stuff is just coming from my mind. You know, I do my research, get, gather my research. A lot of them is some old wise tales that you our mamas and our grandmamas You gave me some really us. good. You but gave me some good books to read. The thing too, about it is, I'm glad I got some more. I got yeah, some more I books. Things that sound cliche mm -hmm. are cliche for a reason. Right. They're cliche because they've been working and been said for so long and still working. Right. And people hate to sound cliche, but a lot of the times, them downhold sayings is what it's you always, always come, come back, back to. to. And that's why That's I tell fundamental people. values. And that's why I said That's fundamentals. Like, All the crossover and the dunking is one thing, but you got to learn how to dribble that ball first, baby. Mm -hmm. Right, 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 right. You see what I'm saying? Right, like, right. And that's what they taught you. That's Absolutely. what your grandma could have told you if she couldn't walk. Right. Yeah. And I literally just tell people. People, it's how to put you ain't never hear that old school saying that old white sound. You be amazed like, at how many times you'll say something and they'll act like you made it up. Yeah, because motherfuckers didn't have that. Yeah, yeah, so I just think about all of that. Brings me to your shirt. 
<laughs> Me too. I was about to say it a couple different times. So, um, so this is def- so this is my shirt. This is um, a line that I just presented. Nice. Um, it was my grandfather saying oh my he, my grandfather. <laughs> I'm a fourth generation editor and publisher um, for our viewers, and this was my grandfather. So my great grandfather was an editor and publisher. Or I'll start backwards. So I'm an editor and publisher. My father was an editor and publisher of the Philadelphia New Observer newspaper. His father was a uh, publisher and editor of the Washington mm-hmm. Observer, and his father, my great grandfather, was the founder and editor and publisher of the Washington New Observer as well. And this was their saying; they had it, um, and it was really important, especially at a time like now and any time. Not only like now, but any time. But you so- spoke about a few different things. You spoke about um, people telling their own story, and it's important for us to have our own narratives and for us to tell our own stories. We can't. Uh, media is a big place, but we have to find our place in it and make sure that we tell it from our own perspective. Especially now, before especially we go on, now, before we go in, because the media now. is the one messing up everybody's stories when they pass on. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's what I was getting to with social media. So it gave a lot of people um, the a platform to speak, but nobody necessarily. Um, there's no fact check, no fact checkers, right? There's no way for people to understand or or know that these things are um, are true. They're not even responsible for their words, right? Right. Which media is supposed to be, right? Right. Speaking of words, because I was going to say, you know what word I hate, and because you're an editor and you you know you got the background. I hate when the blogs put out allegedly. We know from journalism, you are not supposed to use but, that word at it, all. Right. 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 I can't yeah. stand it. Yeah. No, so I was just saying this is really important. Um and you got and you spoke a few different times. We all or you both actually spoke a few different times um about our voices and about um just our community, our village, um our own narratives, our own stories and the slogan, oh, the black press is the voice of black America. So we have to be our own voice. We have to we make sure that we, you know, resonate with, uh, within ourselves. Um, and this is a project through On the Scene Magazine, which is a positive platform. We cover everything from to education to entertainment. Absolutely, I will. We cover everything from education to entertainment, but from a positive perspective, right? Um, because we're inundated with negative information. And mm-hmm. that's, like you said, it's just sitting, the same two people that sitting on FaceTime, not doing nothing, not doing nothing on time. we're inundated with that. You know right. what I mean? Um, and so like I said, really and I'm important. not trying to throw no shade out there. No, it's not. Like no, that, it's, but it's not. Just like, but we well, got to use our time more effectively. I mean, if that's how you consider yourself being great, because that's what happens when you try to give people constructive criticism. Well, guess what? Make some money great. off of it. How are you making, how are you How are you profiting off of right. this? But the one thing I will say, because like I said, my girlfriend will probably will watch this and I love her. She has made changes. She were having those conversations what what sign are you a libra okay so we're the same sign so oh, shit. <laughs> I, 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 I only, i'm about to just go in another room no and they i only like say that girl time. no i only oh, say that Sammy, because the one thing this that when we get too. constructive criticism libras will still think about it in their heads over mm-hmm. and over for a minute that's why she and, worked out two, and it will and it will day. wait on us so that's why I was, i'm just going to say as a libra i am trying to also learn not to allow what people say to weigh on my mind mm-hmm. and you can receive it but you don't have to receive it mm-hmm. and i'm just sharing that advice with you as a libra now, i one, get it one thing i could say about it is i received it <laughs> i'd rather her 
worry about what I'm saying than what was going on in her surroundings. Right, and that's because very real too. there was a lot of people, for whatever reason, that couldn't have these conversations with her, that wouldn't be privy to these conversations, right. that have no idea who they're sitting next or to. And that's why I say you got to know when to receive it. And I know that I know she's special in exactly what she was trying to do. Mm-hmm. It's not like she was telling me she wanted to do some wild shit. Right. She was telling me something that made all the sense in the world. Like, I call her... She, she's been deemed for years young Lisa Thomas Laurie since she was probably 10. But, like, I call her that and um, Angie Martinez Jr. Definitely because Angie Martinez Jr. She has an energy that works for people. People don't... People want to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And, they, mm-hmm. and they get comfortable around her. And she knows how to address things. She knows how to word things. You know what I mean? The only advice I told her was to ask shorter questions. Right. But at the end of the day, she was trying to handle with care. Not realizing that you already doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you already mm-hmm. doing it. So this is what you're supposed to do. And what he's telling you, somebody had to tell me as well. Right, right, so right. that's why I say I feel that love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really no, do. And that's thing. the type of what, people like, that you keep around. And like when he was saying, like, I definitely receive it from certain people, but other people who might have been even like who could have had this conversation, I would not have even received it. Cause I'd have been like, You don't know what you're talking what you about. <laughs> what do you know? You know what I'm saying? So I just definitely appreciate again. It's about your surroundings. It's about your circle. It's about your community. It's about your village. But I appreciate and the I consideration appreciate because at the same time, I wasn't somebody that was rolling in business that's telling you how to do business. But you ain't have to be rolling. in You business. see what I'm saying? But I mean, you I keep understand. your eye where it needs to be. You know, but we, this was a long time. We was young. I mean, we were young. This was before. Like this like, was. I was God doing. Was I was still out here doing Absolutely. wild shit. That God was doing <laughs> direction. He was just crazy. keeping his yeah, right. eye where he needed to be. Sometimes I tell people. You don't have to necessarily have the expertise in the background to do something. Right, I know right. society has conditions. Don't get me wrong. I stand by my degree all day. But I salute those people who have made it, you know, well, to where it need to be without having that same. We mode. also know what happens yeah. while you chase the paperwork. Right. Somebody else is forced to take their job at a lower level. And by the time you get there, they they established. Right. They know the job and all that. And if you become their boss, you're going to have to respect them mm-hmm. or they might be your mm-hmm. boss anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like to each his own. But know that whatever you're going into, that why you're there. Right. I say this with jobs all the time. People always say, well, these corporations, these jobs, they just juice you. They take all your good ideas, whatever. Learn what the it's fuck. We just right. talked to Polka. We just talked right. about that. Twice. We Listen, just talked Polka about says that. she worked in retail at some of the highest levels for Adidas. The biggest flag, the flagship New, New York New York, yes. You know what I mean? She ran that motherfucker. Yep. And... She said she learned so much. I'm sure they made a killing off of her. Right. I know what she brings to the table. Right. But she said she learned so much that it was to the point like, so what I'm going to do now? Hold it and use it for them? Right. Or That's use it even for me? with creatives out here. Everyone's doing a show. Mm-hmm. Everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to pitch it everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. But no one is not realizing that don't even pitch your stuff nowhere because they once you pitch it, if you ain't signing no waiver form or anything, they can take that idea. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You just sh- you just right. sh- you're shopping it, but you're you're, you're not shopping you. You're right. shopping a, a theory. And then a lot of people are shopping things before they even have proof, right? Mm-hmm. Of of that it works. Yep. You know what I mean? Before they even figured it out, before they even went through. And it's something you said earlier about everybody doing pods and everybody has a voice now. I've had people that. And this is no shot, but they had a pod for about two, three months. And I talked to them on air, and they're saying stuff that's, like, weird to me. Like, I remember I had somebody say, um, man, I backdrop shitting on yours. And I was like, that's crazy. 
and I'm thinking like I travel with my pot. Right. I can't have the jumbo backdrop while I'm traveling. Right. But I'm getting it because when I can use it, I'm gonna use it. I've been but in some of them same conversations. We're not. Sammy. That that has nothing to do with what we're doing with production, with with content, with quality. And I respected their pot because I know I respect these two. These it was a few gentlemen right. actually. I respect their opinions. I know they dope people. I know they are intelligent people. But I'm like, you gotta focus on. Which what, what we really here for first before we start comparing posters, right? And I'm glad you said that because I did <clears> just <throat> add this service to my service is media encouragement. Mm. So I want to help those who have a story or have a show idea build their platform. So it will help dope. you outline it. So That's you dope. can either get a template or you can book a one on one counsel for me, or we can keep an ongoing service. Because I do they do, get that. They can um, email me at imbbb.2020 at gmail.com. I will be posting it at the end of this month because, you know, February is ending like quickly. Yes. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram at underscore imbbb underscore and shoot me a DM. Word, because that's dope. That's necessary. Mm-hmm. And that fits Absolutely. what's going on now. You know, um, a lot of the meetings that me and Font Productions took on was when the podcast wave hit, everybody wanted us to either tell them, teach them how to do it or um consult for them to build their studio setup or whatever mm-hmm. so that they can um market it to other people or to run that division of their studio right mm-hmm. and a lot of it was just the the lack of knowledge like on some real shit, if you'd have caught me at a bar and bought me three drinks, I probably could have told you what you trying to pay me for exactly because i'm not stingy with information right and see and that's <laughs> and it's about it's about building that network if they would just have the conversation and i probably right. should get paid for this but i'm such a fool you know what i fuck with you right that's what i'm saying if you're not <laughs> y'all i had to think long and hard because everyone's like jules you just give up too much information too much and that's where it went back into setting boundaries and just trying to figure out right. how giving yeah. i am and i was just like you know what just add it. I don't want to build nothing necessarily for you, but I will encourage you how right, to right, right. Because everything's about transitions. Like, and every idea is not a full plan. Right. This is, um, Sipping with Sammy was an idea that took on many different forms before it became a reality. Same thing with Just based on Wednesdays. where the original idea came from, why that fell through, and then so forth and so on. But the whole time I've been planning this, I knew how this was supposed to go. I knew she was my co-host before she knew she was my co-host. Mm-hmm. I didn't have her on the show as a host. I had her on the show as a guest, and she called me just the time that I knew she would. <laughs> hype and shit, like yo, we gotta what do sign it are again. You, Sammy? I'm a Gemini. Okay. She was like, we gotta we do it again. We gotta do it again. Well. We gotta do that more often. Mm-hmm. That was dope, and people watched it and they was fucking with it, and we said some real shit. And you know what? That shit makes sense. And I was like, no, you the co-host. <laughs> But I already knew that She knew that Right (laughs) You see what I'm saying Like I already knew that Like I I visioned this the whole time Because I realized That whatever was going to work When I get there I want a female co-host And I had a very short list Of females that I could sit through In this capacity Have the variations of conversations That we have And we could do it in a decent way Because at the end of the day We don't want to make anybody look bad Mm-hmm. I don't want the female to feel like she got drowned on an episode. I need somebody strong enough to go toe to toe with me, but respectful enough to not listen to respond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I tell I said, people when they this. talk about y'all our chemistry, this. I always tell people because this is my smoking partner. Right. This is the same conversation on <laughs> and off camera. If we throw a third person in there, that's just another blunt, another drink. Right. Right. No, I like <laughs> I said I felt the energy since I walked in, since we first met. 
I'm definitely going to have y'all on my show because I, no, I'm coming. I appreciate. No, y'all are coming because I I'm figured coming. it out. Absolutely, I figured it out. So I do a little Wine Wednesdays trivia, nice. and I try to do it at that the beginning fun. of every month. So at the beginning of April, I will be hosting one. And I'm going to have your team on to help it. me host it. So my, you know, my audience really they had to pay attention this next month because mm-hmm. they got two months of trivia content, right, right, and it's right. a lot of y'all. Mm-hmm. So we gonna have a ball. Oh, I like no, it. No, we gonna have like some it. fun. I, I know like for it. sure we gonna have fun because, like I say, you lead with that. You lead with good energy and positive energy. And with my group, my team, as y'all put it. That's all we require. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We know what our purpose is. We know what we come to do, and we want to support wherever we're at the way that they should be supported but as long as it starts off good it's going to end good right. because we come to have fun we like to enjoy ourselves motherfuckers got a brain but sometimes we want to use it while we don't know we using it right, right, right. definitely we feel like that. to be relaxed right like i definitely feel that oh this is a vibe this Absolutely. was a vibe Absolutely. no this is what we're supposed to do but one thing because we get long in it you still haven't talked about all the shit you do. I well, know. Listen, you the humblest so person in the world. Conversations. Y'all went to so many different conversations. That's right. what we do, though. We make you feel comfortable. You do. This. Y'all really do. And I just don't want you to forget to tell the people. That's all. No, we the can one get back thing, to it. The one thing, though, Sammy, I got to tell you, I am... Maybe it's just being an adult now, because when I was little, I did like to have the spotlight on me, but I'm not the person that like to have the spotlight on me anymore. No, I, we, we, we recognize That's the Libra that. thing. That's he, all I'm like, he had to force me into this role like I love to be behind the scenes and I've been literally in this all my life like literally yeah and it's like I can like celebrate and say oh this is what I'm doing but then I move on to the next and then I'm like yeah Yeah. so but no which I want to know about so the podcast just um aired this month we are four episodes in the black Mm -hmm. and beautiful podcast powered by on air with sir can be found on all podcast platforms Mm -hmm. download it um we had our month of love now we're going in our month of being a boss Oh, so like, yeah, March. So like, you know, you celebrated you. You got to understand who you are. And that's Women's Month too. So now let's boss babes. I love uh, being a boss in everything that you do. I spoke to Sir about you recently. Oh, I saw Sir. Oh, Philly Hip Hop Awards. He popped in with um Sue, and um when he came through, I was just talking about you. And he's like, who you talking to? I'm like, one of your folk, Miss BBB. He's like, oh, shit, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he ain't got nothing bad to say about you. And I'm like, no, you know, he's like, so who's y'all talking about? I'm like, no, I had her on my show. He's like, so what you doing now? I ain't. I ain't got to chop it with you, so I'm telling you, like, you know, I got the pod, the radio show. Right. He's like, I need to talk to you. I'm going to call you. He ain't called me yet. You but got, you got that conversation, I know, but yeah. you know, you know, yeah. you know. <laughs> and mind you, this isn't the thing. This isn't me saying, like, he was bullshit. Right. Because no, I, I also preach I on here to understand that when you're dealing with people that's in motion and they say they want to get to you, they not bullshitting because they didn't necessarily get right back to you. Right, right, right. But they're not going to let that spot go by that right, they right. needed you for before right. they get to you. Right. Absolutely. And that's so why just I said, you, yeah. Shout out understand. to Sir. I ain't right. tripping at all. Shout out to Sir. He was in On The Scene Magazine as well. You can check out our, our, our onthescenemagazine.com and you can see it. What episode? I mean, what um, um, It's month? actually, um, it was for women, episode. it was for Wim Global, so I want to say it was like last November. Okay, so Wim Global's going to be on um, Black Bone Beautiful Podcast and Wine Wednesdays for March as well. Okay. Yep, okay. They're actually the first guest for March to talk about um, being your own boss. Okay. And manifesting. Yeah. Yep. You got Jeter? Yep, got Jeter okay. coming. Yep, she came all the way back from Miami and Atlanta just okay, for me, yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to do a little photo yeah, so shoot. 
I think she, yeah, she's in the picture. Yeah, she's in the picture too. So we're all on um, on a scene magazine. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I um, said the podcast. But then we had Wine Wednesdays, which is a spinoff to the podcast, which is a, which is a midweek check in. Like I said, I'm definitely going to have y'all on when I, I do trivia. Some Sammy wine glasses. You do? No, you really do. Because I got the beer mugs coming, but I'm gonna get the wine glasses. Yeah, I got you. but that's Hold just on. the time where we just chill out. <laughs> like we can talk about all the self care all week, but we can just like really dish out and on. Like, no, I love it. Like wine Wednesday. And wine this on type of conversation. Like, yeah, like, you know, this type of conversation, get a little loose. Then get ready we, to we sometimes chime some oh, entertainment like news. Like, this week, I think I'm going to talk about um, this Meat Mill situation. Mm-hmm. With Takashi? No, no, fuck no, that. The I don't even situation worry about that. with the Bryants. With Vanessa Bryant. Yeah, with Vanessa Bryant and stuff like that because we are talking about boundaries. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was, a, that was interesting. It's another one that I wanted to talk about, but I have to go back. Oh, I definitely want to talk about Bobby Smurder because I'm just very confused on, um, are we really this excited that he's out um, after seven years? Is it that? What, what, we, what we're excited about is we just watched a clown run yeah. around and tear the industry up for a handful, almost a handful of years and then drag it out by going to court and snitching on a bunch of people. Right, which I and understood, this is, yeah. this is the person that was the wave from that area right before that. Okay, okay, that okay. That did what he was supposed to do by street and hip-hop. Okay, th- see, I didn't really know that. So I was like, I think I want to talk Bobby about did this. Was, Look how I knew it was a segue. Look how Bobby, I segued that right yeah. now. With the GS9 situation, that was one of the things where the whole gang got hit. Like 20 motherfuckers got pulled okay. in with a bunch of crazy charges. He wound up in a situation where he could have done four to five years. He took two extra years so that his man could get out um, two shorter years. Now, I did read that. So his man actually got out before him. Okay. Roddy Rebel been home a um, couple months now, and now he's coming home. So to in a, in a time where hip-hop in the streets already salute and respect that, and you got a lot of street dudes that have made a lot of money since he's went to jail that respect him, he was already going to be good. But with the snake shit that we saw in between, it's a bigger light on that now because mm-hmm. it's like this is who we salute this is who we show off this is like you have to we can't give all the energy and this is why I people like are still I mean, people are still clarity. posting people are still posting the asshole and their caption says but y'all keep wanting to get his motherfucker attention you just posted them right so I, that's why this i said is, i wanted to talk about it because i was post very the kind of energy and mm-hmm. i like entertainment let's post right, the kind right, of energy right. that we like, act like talking about black lives matters a lot right, of shit right, was right. going on and <laughs> mind you hip-hop is not a hip-hop is it's, it's a lot of falsehoods to it like there's a lot of people that's a part of hip hop quote unquote that have no interest in who tells on who right and that's but if we want to act like this is what we support then y'all better act like it when this youngin did some shit that a lot of your dads ain't do when they was hit with these situations and that's that last line right there I think that's why I wanted to like I said I gotta bring that to the table because that's just a big news story and Mm -hmm. I love entertainment news on Wine Wednesdays so I'm gonna talk about that and then um I don't even know what else I got going on. I don't got much going on. I got my media group with DJ Damage love and stuff. Um, Plugs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't got much going on. Like, Damage ain't heavy. Like, Plugs. that is. That like, is that's very heavy. heavy. Plugs. Right, no, you I hear my sister. Like I don't mean like that. No, seriously, because we just had um, our meeting on Sunday, and we are trying to figure out what direction that um, we are going to continue to go in. But if you are looking to expand yourself in television, podcasting, and radio, you can you know, reach out to DJ Damage on Instagram, the um the real DJ Damage mm-hmm. and DM him about getting in his media group. We it's it's a bomb. We've been in for about a year. We're coming up on our year. Okay.
and stuff. Nice. Yep. No, he really cool. pays attention to our platforms. And then, like I said, just being the face modeling. I never um thought I would ever get into modeling. But it's you've been fun. doing what? good. I've been seeing. I know. I'm not saying. I it's the I don't know if these the final shots, but the ones you've been posting been looking. Good. Yeah, those, those been some of the final ones and okay. stuff. But yeah. no, I first just of all, when never you came in for Fly Girl, you were looking stunning. You were amazing. Like you walked, like you model esque. Like are you serious? oh, thank you. No, seriously, I've um, I so I hired a stylist this year because I did not want to p- go to the stores. I'm very I get overwhelmed when I go shopping. Okay. Um I wanted to step out of my comfort zone and I was just in a place where I wasn't really like getting dressed all the time when I was in depression. My hair and stuff wasn't done. So I said for me to get back into that and me feeling good, I'm not going to just do it with me cuz it's taking a very long time and I just keep talking about it. I don't know how much your stylist costs, but I'm pretty sure you pick up South, take her to the mall, give her an eighth <laughs> Listen, I, I, I can always need some more clothes. I can always need some more clothes. I, I, I literally don't she know. She can smoke on the way there or the way back. Y'all be hard in between. No, I'm being real, and I feel that. And I, and I will probably hit you up because I even hit up my girlfriend in Dubai right now, who's always me. looking fly. I'm like, Catherine, if I send you some money, you want to um, order me some clothes? So, no, it is what it is. I just wanted to get out of that no, dark place. No, but I respect place. it. I yeah. make jokes, and like, I No, it. and I love your I jokes. And I just knew <laughs> it wasn't just going to be on me because I would have these conversations where my mom like, I just really need to get my hair done. It's just like, it's not where it's at. Like I said, like I just started getting it done again. Just started going to the nail salon. Like I used to talk about my clothes. Like my skin ain't never had a problem with that because I like yeah, always used to be into my skin. No, like I'm very big on my skin because mm-hmm. I get dark spots mm-hmm. everywhere mm-hmm. and they show and it's dry and I'm just like, I don't want people Do to see You really that. on it because there's no signs of that. Uh, right? well, I'm glad that y'all don't see it because <laughs> okay. I really, really take care. But no, I just had to get out of that dark space and that one step was like, I want someone to help me. And Sade collaborated with me um, for this competition that I had came up with. Do y'all know Tiana Goodwin here in Philadelphia? Is she? She's a branding strategist. Um, So if anyone's looking for a branding coach, graphic designing, she um, plugs you with photographers. I'm going to hear about it now because you said it. Look her up on on Instagram. Her name is the Tiana Experience. No, she's dope. Um, she was my um, branding coach. We had did this competition called the Creative Flex, where we had brought creatives together. If you're a videographer, a photographer, and um, a model, we gave you a concept, and you just execute it. Mm-hmm. So from there, I met Sade because she was one of the stylists, Word. and we just clicked ever since. Word. That's just, dope, yeah. though. She's she been she been definitely helping me step out of my comfort zone stuff I would have never thought even with the lingerie and that's, stuff. that's part of that's part of the advantage and that's what I want that's why I wanted to be clear that I was just joking no I because love your at the same time no not even for you for the people How you supposed because to I want people to understand that you supposed to identify what's what you want to aim towards and what's missing mm-hmm. it's nothing wrong with paying somebody that's great at what they do Dude, to help right. you fucking get there right listen even my photographer i'm a photographer you can save a bunch of money on outfits that don't work if you got a little direction from somebody yeah you can take your own pictures but i pay someone to gather my content so i can just focus on my clients now that's one thing i wanted to say earlier you touch on so much shit like she said when you came to fly day she was in the middle of the interview and at a certain point she got up and it looked like you know she probably run into the bathroom and then she just turned into a photographer (laughs) but she was leaving right so but you saw it she, no she said like i'm about to, to get out of here soon oh yeah she did say that i thought we was going to like you know exit her out of the, of the, of the interview like on air 
She got up, pulled out a camera, and took pictures for fifteen minutes. Yes. Y'all invited me. I to was your like, platform. "What the I hell?" I would get some pictures, and like I said, at the end of this month, I will drop no, some. But I appreciate I that. It. And one thing about Fly Day and, and, and everybody in here can down, attest yo. to it: we're blessed to have people that want to shine light on what we're doing, that want to share are. the experience. And I mean, from the top to the bottom, like I've interviewed the legendary Rampage from Flip Mode Squad, right? And he, the whole time he was promoting us while he was, it wasn't about him. It was about right. us. We was just like talking to you when yeah. I'm bigging him up and he's bigging me up. And yeah, I'm like, he was definitely a very I'm like, how did you even know who I was? Like, I know who you is. I've been to who you was. And everybody handed him drinks. He's like, this is the best interview I've ever right? had. Because everybody want to compare everybody out here. And it's not even about that. No, I mean, we are you know, human. That's why we have to have conversations. Shout out to Kate Walker because I really, really like, I mean, he, he, he shared the clip yesterday. He did share that clip. But, but beyond the clip it was what he said that made me even have the comments so k walker is an amazing what he said tell me battle what he said. rapper so but what he posts he's very positive like, to be a battle rapper like for me i like a lot of his posts he's very, very positive humble. he's very humble. humble and what he said he always shouts other people so people always honor him on being like the best battle you the rapper. next one you this you right. that and he'd be like no but Y'all got to start booking Reed exactly. Dollars again. Y'all got to start hollering at such and okay. such. Okay, I get my, what y'all saying. He like, wanted them. Exactly. So He'll get you a bag. It's not just about me. It's he like, yo, Why I ain't the only one out here. Like, it's enough for everybody out here. Like, mm. we all hot. And it don't got to be one person. And that's how I feel. Like, we really don't. Like, people put people against each other. People don't. One thing I hate, especially for women... Why can't you plug me to what you was doing or let me know what you got going on? I to do it, but then I also got to remember I can't expect myself from other people. And that's the biggest big one. Yo, I just it's said it. One. That's what I. That's something else I'm working right. on. But I hate the fact that other like people out here don't try to lift each other up and help give resources. It's just like why the subconscious is a motherfucker. Why? Then everyone thinking everyone's taking their idea. First of all. What, what, how, my, so one of my favorite words is how sway someone pointed that out to me how sway why why do you think someone is taking your idea i'm not going to be the only one talking about self-care you're not going to be the only one talking about hip-hop it's just a different angle that you got to go around it i tell you like this well, i want everybody to talk about positivity so right. let's go i, I already spoke catch on, the wagon. already spoke on how this idea was an old one that came into fruition um semi-recently but like i had this idea before there was a drink champs but watching and hearing the name, people might think that it derived from me seeing Drake Champs. Mm -hmm. But when I saw Drake Champs and I still was trying to figure my shit out, I was excited because he showed me that a version of what I'm trying to do works. Right. Now, I'm not chasing stars. If you look at my platform, if you're on here weekly, we right. all in this room know a lot of people that if we say, yo, come on the platform, people will click just because of the name on it in the right. thousands. Right, right, right. I intentionally built it around behind the scenes people, personal people, people that I respect and I already have. And not that those people I don't, but I feel like I'll call in favors when it's favorite time. Right. My platform is not based on you tuning in to see your favorite whatever. Right. Not right. this one. Right. Right. I, no, I definitely understand and respect that. Just because I only <clears> thought about it like when you said DJ Damage. I don't like I said that not I don't downplay it. I love him. I respect him. Mm -hmm. He's gonna be on Wine Wednesdays, March um twenty something. And I didn't think you week. were downplaying him. I, I just thought don't you like, were downplaying your, yeah, your part. Right. I just don't like other I don't like people to think that like you said, that we're chasing people or we're dick riding. Because it's never like that. These relationships are genuine. You might be the They're first person real. on Sipping with Sammy to ever say dick ride. That's I know, hard. right? That's hard. You're right? I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no dick. That's the first thing that they go say. They say, no, I want you now, to keep it real. No, 
No, it is. Yeah, and I and I don't want anyone to everything like the relationships I build. They are genuine. And mind you, I have people that, and, and we've talked about a couple recently, that's like, no, get me on this soon because I'm going to have to start traveling soon or whatever. And I've been like, you know what? I'm going to wait till we get through this list that we already have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then I'm going to get to that. Oh, I'm so glad that you said that because people will say, oh, well, when I'm coming on your show, when I'm going to be thinking like, well, I already planned out my content for the, you know, the next quarter, but I definitely got you. No. And some people don't respect it. They don't understand it. But I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not doing thing in roll out. I'm not doing simple with Sammy in roll out time. Mm-hmm. So if you have something coming up and you need it out by a certain time, you might not even want to come here because this might not come out for a month. Right. right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What I want is the conversation that we're supposed to have based on why we're having it. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I'm not going to rush. I'm not going to fight for. It might be greater later. You might be trying to do me a favor by saying hit me up in the next two weeks because I'm traveling after that. But I might go wait three months for that. And that's why I say to people, I can wait. That's why when you hit me up and I said, well, when do you need me? Mm -hmm. Even if it would have been in... I would have been there. Just I would have just put it on my calendar. But I start our conversations now when we're we're scheduling um, filming with asking... Do you have any ideas for guests? Mm-hmm. Because we all know I got a laundry list of people waiting right. to get on these platforms. But at the same time, I don't want it to get to the point where it's full of all of my network. Right. Because her network is heavy. Her network is crazy. You know what I mean? So it's like at the end of the day, if we're not utilizing all of them, I can get to my folk. Right. But the best thing about <clears> it for all y'all planning out that content schedule in advance, because I, th- I know a lot of my guests respected it because I sent them that email for um, August and February, March, and April at the beginning of January, they respect it more because mm-hmm. it helps them figure out their time. And that's right, what right, they right. got You should be on. scheduling too. Yep. Because I'm only dealing with people not because you popping, because you working. Right. Because you working. And that's why I say yep. I don't resent people when they say they want to work and they don't necessarily get right to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I use the example of my producers all the time. I have an inbox full of fire beats. Mm-hmm. But I've been trying to perfect so many other things. Not even perfect, but make sure that they're working and they're moving in the way they're supposed to that I haven't been getting in the studio as much as I used to. But she'll get back there. Mm-hmm. But I ain't forgot about none of them beats. Right, right. I'm and you trying to run down to. on I'm trying to run down on eight out of ten motherfuckers on every email right, slip. Right, right. Just because when I get back in that bag, I'm gonna be on the same mindset for that. Right. That I'm trying to make sure that this shit lines up perfectly mm-hmm. for whatever the next move. But these all have to coexist. So since I have music out and I have that going on and people already know about that, I had to establish this side in a way where it made sense and I've seen it inspired. Right. right. And those people that, you know, will wait because of your schedule, they understand your value mm-hmm. and what you bring to the table. Absolutely. So they'll be here when you're ready. Right. They most definitely will. Yeah. I and that's the that. thing, like, you could, listen, sell the beat. I'm going to sit with you. We're going to make something better. Let's have, like, I'm just, I'm with the process. When it comes to the things that I love, especially when it comes to the studio and the stage. Right. Can I just make a segue? This is so unrelated. I'm sorry. But we're talking about beats, right? So I have a six-year-old and a seven-year-old son. They both both sons. My youngins. Yeah. So see, my oldest. They cool as shit. My oldest was in. He came in my room um, like four in the morning, whatever time. So anyway, I woke up at like 630. So I I just told you, I just got the iPhone. I'm an Android. I got an iPhone. But it's garage band. My, My son loves music. We on GarageBand making beats at 6.30 in the morning. Like, I get up, and I'm humming some Jay-Z song. I can't even remember what song it was right now. But I'm, like, humming it. Like, I wasn't even humming it. I, I don't know what I was doing, but he started making the beat. 
mm-hmm. to what I was saying. My son is seven. Like mm-hmm. I was like, yo, I was like, you want to go to music class? I was like, I'm gonna get you. Put, like, start them early. Develop that ear. Yep. Start you them early. You can never take that ear away, and that's why you see great musicians that say, well, they started out on one instrument, but now they play twelve. Yes. Because he all music it. reads the same for one. Absolutely. But once you understand how you fit into the plot, mm-hmm. then you work your instrument that way. Definitely. You use your tool in that direction. And you Only can't you, you 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 can teach it, but if he naturally has it, he naturally has it. Then God damn it. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> I don't even know what I was doing. I wasn't even humming the beat. Whatever I was, whatever I was on if I was saying the hook, whatever I was, he started Doing the beat to the song that he's never. I don't. Well, let, I don't let my son. Talent. So your son definitely won't. I was going to say he. So whatever. Well, this is interesting because he's never. I don't let my son listen to rap. None of that. Like, damn sure I know old school Jay Z, and he just started making the whole beat while he in my bed. I'm like, it's crazy, but I wanted to tell you that all he does is dance all day, and he. I'm like, yo. Listen, I'm very, crazy. very. I was going to say when um when Sammy was done too, I was going to transition over to you know get into how we really fit in. I'm really upset that COVID has prevented Denko to not produce the classes that it normally produces. Absolutely, the year. absolutely. Because that is also another Phil one of my Denko. I'm pissed about that across the board for the youth, like just in yeah, activities just in general. Right. Yeah. So that's so one understand. of my escape goats. That also helped me coming out of my dark place. Me too. Mm. Um, and I don't know if you remember Cornita. Yes. Too? Okay. Yeah. So I hit up Cornita, and you can definitely join us. We're meeting up next week because one thing I said this year I will do is dance it out. I heard so that. One, um, I would love to, please. Right. No, definitely. So every um, once a month, I want to drop a dancing video. So, you know, we can definitely yes. arrange to get together. I would so, love to. Yeah, next week we're meeting. I will definitely, definitely I would love to. to it. I would but see, that's one of those to. mental health things. Right. Like, we got to go back to what helped us before. or mm-hmm. what Not our comfort zones before. Because when we were doing it, it wasn't, we didn't even know how much it helped us. Oh, I'm so glad Sammy said that because Until that was, was one of my strategies. Was I'm like, not lie. Really? No, it really was. Like, what was something that I keened onto when I was younger that did not put me in these different situations mm. that's setting me back. That was dance, mm-hmm. that was choir, that was um, Girl Scouts, that was different leadership programs. And it was like, now as an adult, how does that how translate? Can, right, how can I do it? Danko has alumni classes. Mm-hmm. I definitely do different leadership programs around the city. Yeah. It was just like, I had to get back into those different things. Like even just other traditional things like my grandma used to sit with me on the porch and do needlepoint yeah i was like i'm definitely going to start doing that again that's a form of self-care and i can teach that so you had some heavy women in your life absolutely right it's just like you think of those childhood things and they will help you advance as an adult you see Mm. that bike right there that little electric bike when they first said we was gonna be locked in the house, I ordered a. He sure bike. did. Listen, just so if everybody to be in the house, I can at least ride using, around the neighborhood and breathe. Keep using that electric bike. I live out in the county. People don't think would would not believe it, but I lived out there all my life. But I live, you know, get the best of both worlds. You know, urban I was like community, that. county community. Used to. I wasn't scared of the city, but I was mm-hmm. the same used thing. to rollerblade. Mm-hmm. Like you said, ride by. I my little brother was the first again. little black boy I saw skateboarding before it was cool. Like my little brother was the only little black boy skateboarding in my neighborhood. Right. Like, it's I like, used to skateboard, and that's the thing about the bike. It was like, I love riding bikes, but I'm out of shape. So at least if I ride somewhere, I know the electric will take me home. 
But even, <laughs> even, 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 <laughs> but it doesn't even matter if it's electric. It's just something that you know it was just that to was breathe. a part of your childhood I used to do that, that shit. you can now transition to It used to be to like a point adult. in the day every day that Yo, I would just go ride right. my bike. Right, trying to tell you, my like little brother used to be at the skate parks, though. Like, he used to be doing no, it. Was, I remember well, Stevie them. Nicks? I remember the name? Stevie, Stevie Nicks. Yes, my little brother, like, used to be like. But I remember when your brother was doing all, he used to tell me about all that shit. Right. But no, but, but you got to support so that kind of that, stuff. That, Absolutely. That childhood I don't think I was so supportive then. But. helps you with your adulthood. But Absolutely. I ain't going to lie. Like, my thing, and I, and it was crazy because what you just said before all of this ties into it. Like, my biggest thing was when you took away the thing that I knew kept me sane. Mm. So it was like, I could take beatings. I could take punishment for months. I wouldn't give a fuck. You told me I couldn't play basketball. I had you take no dancing music from me. Right. If I was younger, dance. I had no reason to be good anymore mm-hmm. because I used to work towards being able to still hoop mm-hmm. because I knew hooping. I could go run, yell, scream, get all this shit out, right. push people around. And I, it was like a reset button for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Give after that was taken away. But like, you could take my TV and I'll tell you how <laughs> I was raised. I need a Donald class right now. A Donald or Sean Lemire? I'm great. Well, hold up. I'm going to tell you all this. <laughs> now, my family owns barbershops. You yes, know, my dad had a, a staple shop when I was a kid. A staple in West Philly, yeah. And I used to get in trouble in school or bad report card and some shit. By the time I would get home, my TV would be going out of my room and it would ha. be in the barber shop. <laughs> so there was times when I went to the barber shop to get a haircut, mm-hmm. and my TV was up, and I didn't even realize it. And all the barbers was making jokes like, "So what you do this time?" And I'm like, what you mean what I do? They like, we watching your TV. Hey, hey, we what what like you talking about like I didn't get to hide from nothing. But see, that was that real love that was conditioned. Absolutely. No, it was, was a real needed. thing. Absolutely. But the TV didn't bother me. You know why? Because I used to be on punishment so much. I used to It was a scrutiny I used to from take, them. I used to tape record all my shows on on a motherfucking um cassette tape. Right. Mm-hmm. And listen to it while I was on punishment. And I used to have a bunch of music. On my little radio, and I only cared about music and, and sports. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you took the sports away from you can't take music away from music right, is right, everywhere. Right, right, right. But when you took the sports away me. from me, I had nothing to work towards as far as like day in day out, just not being an asshole. Right, right. If my dad took <laughs> my music, like my dad was like very, he was like, listen, you want to listen to oldies or you want to listen to jazz? And I used to always be like oldies, right? <laughs> now. Productions, no, I love that good old Kenny G jazz. Oh my I? goodness, <laughs> all these hits. No, that was, all the, these the, hits. for her to introduce that that way is very nerving. K hates it, that's why I did it like that. She literally said, So, my dad used to listen to this. I music did that intentionally, you know that, okay. And now you know my reaction to Kenny G. <laughs> It's like, not like that. It's woman. not like that, but I did that intentionally to K. Y'all be sensitive to the time that, that we and I get you saying exactly the time, right? right. It's the time. It's the time. She twerks to Kenny G riffs. I do. Kenny G didn't work, man. Fuck that. Listen, she twerks. And I went to his concert on my birthday last year. Well, the year before. COVID, man. You lost a whole year with COVID. It was the year before. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? Yo, you lost a whole year. We lost, lost a whole no, year. I've lost the entertainment year. I had a whole business year. We did. We were supposed to be traveling. I did great business at COVID. We were wow. supposed to travel. We were supposed to, right before COVID shut down, we were supposed to do South we by had Southwest. Four, we had three, four. We um, had so many things. Every month we had somewhere we were going. But hold going up. I know we about to wrap up. Does everybody remember the beginning of COVID? Everybody was like, when, when people first birthday was, was like, Oh, I miss my birthday. He's like, ah, I got mine. We had a whole year now. Nah, nobody no, got their birthday. I was birthday. judging people for that. Shit. I did too. I just went out of town. I was judging people for being upset, like pissed I know off he because was. COVID ruined their birthday. It's now, like people are dying, yo. Not even that. Like Me, your you birthday. Are here. I lost one, you. You're an adult. You're not twelve. 
Missing this one year of fucking kid, partying on Shut your birthday. Up. I don't grow up. Listen. And mind you, half the people still party. They just did it on a discreet way. So it was like, it didn't really ruin. You didn't get to have this bash but you know, one year. You Libra, it was kind of like, it was letting up by our right. birthday. But so let, there was like waves. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Well, my birthday Those was people who talked about waves a long time ago. About celebrating their birthday, it was like for a lot of them, how can you not get creative? Right. Because. I've had I, Zoom parties that was amazing. All, that's where I was going. Amazing. With. If COVID, I was the drunkest this year or last year on a Zoom. If COVID would still been shut down for my birthday, I would have had a whole Zoom party with no problems. I would have sent too. What with was, the TV in front right, of you like this. Right. I would have sent boxes to my little guests of what was needed. Like, here, this is what I want That'd you to have. That would have been heavy. Yeah, party like favors. I'd be like, you we know, rocking. I want you to wear this color and get dressed. I would have been so crazy. So any, I feel you when you said... For those people who were so upset, it was just like, it's one year. It's one year. And yes, great. And you're still blessed to be here. Right. And you have social media for people to give you fake and real love all day. And then it's just like. You never got as many birthday wishes as before Facebook. Right. So you good. And then it's like now people are like, oh, well, I'm sending out party invitations for things. And on these things that I'm getting, it's like because COVID shut down last year. It's like, no, I wouldn't even include that. Why are you talking about that? special reason of still like you said still being here and then why are y'all planning shit that's massive that's months ahead without knowing what the restrictions right. is going to be around that time right, you're, right. you're planning tentative things that involve people spending right. that don't have any guarantees with their income right, right and not now. even that like sure. we said telling your story people don't think about their stories how amazing granted we are going through a very tough time just to sit down and say in my time of the COVID-19 pandemic, this happened, but I was still able to do this. And I did something different. Right. right. Like, I feel like when I sit You're down and to tell do different my children shit these That's stories, yeah. it's just like, yeah, I was able to celebrate my birthday and do this and this. Say that no. with pride. Tell her what I was excited about when all the COVID and the um, rioting started. Um, what What's going to come out of it? Mm-hmm. Because I was about to, was my, you know how that's crazy because no, my track, my mind shit, is on like, something else. The renaissance, renaissance but, has come from shit like this. Yeah. So when yo, that's when, crazy. How I know, when I know saying, as though. many creatives as I'm I know, I'm excited about the art that's going to come in the next, not even the next year. It I'm might be the about next five, like 20, 10, 20 because exactly. you're talking about everything from paintings to films, all of it, to biography it. to whatever, the, like songs. All of this is going to at some point derive from what someone learned or gained or lost from these moments and right. that's what keeps people moving mm-hmm. is that it, as much as government and life is fucked up art exists and that's why i said art despite everything the one thing the best thing that covid could have done was sit everybody the fuck down to reevaluate life i was going to say that earlier i was going to say that way back um, you know what's crazy we survived that, that shit Hell, together what we ain't get sick of each other yet what? We survived that shit together. We've been running around I got sick of trying to figure shit Nobody out. in this room. No, the but COVID like, with the frustrations that have come and with the realizations right. that come about people's priorities, and then we had a hell of an elective season. The political climate is ridiculous. ridiculous. To be able to be where with the people that I know I'm doing something right. Mm-hmm. Sammy, we on the same page because I'm telling you, I, it, it's been a blessing in disguise. I say it all the I, time. We say that all and the time. I just want to keep saying it. We say that all the despite time. Despite everything you know that's going on, even with losing loved ones, and it's very hurtful. It is very hurtful. I lost. I lost three of my favorites last year. I lost two. a couple in my family. I lost a couple. Real shit. And what I tell people all the time is that 
because I serve a higher power, things happen for a reason. Absolutely. For a whole reason. And who's to say? First of all, none of our time is guaranteed here. Well, I've been and through And the only enough, thing we guaranteed is death. Right. I've so, been through enough that I, I know that I'm here for a reason. For a reason. I could have... And if you're Man. just not discovering your why now, again, that goes back into the wasted time. But you know what? Wasted I'm comfortable. Talent. You know what's crazy? It seems like to a lot of people that I'm doing what I'm meant to do now. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm still open to what I'm meant to do. Right. Of course. Because at the same time, this, is, this isn't difficult to me. Right. Right. I want to attack something. So that's why we go out our way and people say well how do you do so many things socially in the community and this that and the third because i was one i was raised to do so right two that's something that isn't it's not about me right. it's not it's not something like i say i'm spoiled when it comes to a lot of things when it comes to producing the content that people get i have a lot of help mm-hmm. i want to go help other motherfuckers mm-hmm. i want to help other people i want to i want to show people that's the support purpose that help. makes you have the certain conversations that you have with month, people teach what you learn right Absolutely. i mean you if you die with it you do a disservice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and your legacy is in what you teach right like I've had, and I've said this a few times, and I don't want to keep saying it, but it really struck me one day. I had a conversation with somebody. We went to elementary, middle, and all that. With I went to high school with her, and she was like, "I'm, I'm, I'm, I'm on YouTube, and I'm on Netflix, and I'm on this, and I'm on that, and I see all of these local people that have documentaries about them. Why don't you?" Right. She said, "When I'm watching them, you know they dope, but like real rap, you do a lot, right, right. and for for that you should." And I'm like, "You don't even understand." She like, what do you mean? I'm like, I literally could care less because with what I see, right? At some point, everybody else's documentary is going to mention me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then y'all could do my shit, right? I ain't ready yet because I want to help so many people. I'm not ready that yet. it comes to a point in this story where they say, and then I met Sam, and I feel like I'm that's where I'm at in the same place. I and really then am, I met Sam, especially in the back end. No, real shit. Real shit. Yeah. That's what it's about because that means that you really did something for somebody mm-hmm. else. I done made money, lost money, been in trouble, been out of trouble, went through all type of nonsense, done fuck shit, less fuck shit one. than has been done to me. Listen, but I don't resent any of that. I don't regret right, it at all. I'm and at I tell now. people all the time, money is not a, yeah, <clears> we need it to survive, but yeah. that is not a necessity to me because it is meant, it is meant to be spent. And I'm going to be good anyway. So it I'm is good. going to and come and go. And I've been fucking sad with right. it. Right. Hello. That's where I was going with it. But that's you know what's crazy? That's where I was going with it. it yes. It, and that's like, that's like what is success to everybody. What is money to everybody? Right. Because if you really want to talk about cash, then me and my co-host have seen heights that people as adults haven't seen before we was even able to realize mm-hmm. where we was at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when sure. it comes to stability legacy relationships um karma energy because when you get older you get big on energy that's why right. a lot of people lot of get people big on religion. Religion. Right. the whole time yep. when they're older you know what i mean you mentioned that numerous times but i Today. think that when it comes to all of that stuff it's like so what did you do that wasn't directly about you right, right. how did you support someone else's dreams like i said i've helped friends men because we always talk about um some of the shortcomings of men Mm -hmm. one thing i need women to understand is i have more than a handful of homies that i've had to explain to that their mother Mm. regardless of her flaws or her strong strong suits the Mm. reason you have a problem with your mother is because you don't realize she's a woman 
So when it comes down to dealing with the outside world, he has to come to grasp with her first, right? right? Because she's there. Right. She's a factor. She's the biggest factor in his life emotionally, whether mm-hmm. he wants to admit it or not. Right. Once he realizes to a certain extent, especially if she's not with someone, you're her man, and you're going to take a little bit of bullshit with it. Mm-hmm. Because when she has to get in her thing, you have to support that. You can't look at it as a boy anymore. Right. right. She's held you down. Right. She's raised you to be able to be there for her in these moments. She's intentionally or subconsciously done that. Mm-hmm. Because she raises her because she raises her young to man Absolutely. to be what she sees missing in young men and right. men. And it's not it's not right? easy. That's definitely not my, but that my goal. doesn't make her perfect. Right. She right. is superwoman. When when it wasn't the fucking thing in the fridge, she could feed you with her body. That's superwoman. Mm-hmm. But it ends in woman. It began with woman before she was super. Mm-hmm. So when she's down, you feel that. That's real. So when you're dealing with a man and he hasn't settled that part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? No, that's real. So it's I'm like it's, it's, a, it's a lot of range to it. And I'm talking about thorough dudes, dudes yeah. that they don't do crazy but, shit I mean, because of that. We gotta look at our circumstances. We gotta look at our like what we do. They we are fighting through. things, and when we get the, you know, you get the smoke, you get the drink, you get the chopping it, and I'll be like, yo, you know what it sound like? You don't even realize. I could tell you three girls you dated that yes. have the mentality of your mom. Oh yeah, you've dated your mom before. Mm-hmm. Y'all know I dated my dad before. It, but it's it. a scary realization. It is a very scary for realization. For someone that Trust looks me. at their hero as a hero. It's like we're not perfect. It all goes back to not being perfect. Mm-hmm. We build what and we need around us. We are trying to break these generational curses. Yep. All of that shit. Yep. Like your parent will get on air. Not y'all's. But somebody's parent will get on air and openly say, yeah, what they asked. That was what the fuck you supposed to do. And blah, say, blah. And right, right, right. We I'm are in a completely different understanding oh, I'm going to tell you what my parent will say. My my dad, no shame, no game. I'm here to say it. We'll say the past is the past. And we got to leave it in the past no matter what. But there's there's parents that will there's parents that will parade it and mm-hmm. tell, tell you that that's why they were a great parent. Now, oh, it doesn't make them. My dad. That doesn't make them good or bad that, as right. a parent. It's the understanding that they had at that time. Right. And that's because we're still folding out of slavery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Folding out by generations. Oh, and, and when I say folding out, I mean like you ever rolled up a sock. Right. No, I definitely feel you. Like there's every every time it goes back a little bit. That's it's a generation. Right. But that's a long sock. Mm. No, I definitely understand. I definitely. That's why I said I'm not ashamed to say my dad will say that and my dad acts like that because you know crazy, I was able to recognize these curses in these different patterns. Mm-hmm. I've said that epiphany, and every, a What's lot that? of people might have known Talk this to already. Me Damn, that's why we beat our kids and shit. Like it's embedded in us. It's the different things, right? A, we going so let me talk, so let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. So my dad oh, shit. was crazy. raised by his grandmother and stuff, while his dad. And my um and his stepmother, my um step grandmother, lived down the street on the same block. Mm-hmm. So my dad was conditioning that norm that normalcy. That's okay. Right, like right. he visit his parents then, and then he see his mom whenever and whatnot like that. Right. As long as they was still there in his life, doing sometimes whatever they needed to do. So then when it came to me, that was fine. That right. 
So it's the fifty cent. He, thing. Right. He went and stuff like that. When he left my mom and whatnot like that, it was that same thing. He can live somewhere and whatnot and then pop in and out. Because he felt that pattern. You don't and then know anything we, better. Right. And when we had this conversation, the first thing that he said to me, Well, my dad lived down the street and I didn't see him that way and da 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 da. Who does and you like? think that's okay? 50 cent. Mm-hmm. And, you and think- I don't want to make I don't want to be derogatory just because he's famous. But one thing I realized about him, this is someone who never really knew his dad. His mom was in the streets. He lived with his grandparents. Mm-hmm. His mom died at an early age. So when he had children, he's telling his children, yo, well, I ain't have none of the shit you got. And it's not What's okay. your problem? Right. right. Where where you don't, he doesn't have an understanding of what it means to really have or at the time when it when the rift started with his youngest with his oldest kid right understanding of what it means to to really be a family right. and then i thought of another example terrell owens mm, yep. his dad lived less than two blocks from him and he never knew who his dad was yep. right his dad actually used but to his come dad knew he, his dad he his dad was popping in a house across the street from him mm-hmm that's you see what I'm saying? Okay. And this is what some people are dealing with. And and everybody has the right to be broken until we realize that sometimes we're looking for strength in people that we have to help be whole. Right. And that's where I was going with saying, because I had to, and like you said, I was looking for something within my dad. And I was like, no, I have to realize his his lifestyle, how he grew up, his background, where he, ca- where he came from, and how now that is falling on me. Yeah, it's hurting me, it's affecting me as an adult, but as long as I'm recognizing it, and I recognize it to him as well, then I can now move forward with it. And I had a great father, great grandfather, well, have. And my dad's great. Like I said, my, my dad's great. great. My, like, like, I don't my have, father raised me. it's nothing that I could think of mm-hmm. really to complain about with them. But I remember last year, in the middle of everything that was going on, when all the social injustice had hit a fucking peak and everything I literally sat in here and cried for them right. right? because what I thought about was if this is where we at now and my dad is 70 mid right, 70s right, right and my grandfather died at 78 in 2001 right what the hell was like to literally sit in the house as yeah. a human being and look at what's going on in the world and know there's nothing you could do about it except try to stay safe and make it home. Because you have no rights. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Because mm-hmm. we still my don't. My grandparents, was, it was illegal for them to get married when they got married. Like, my, my grandma was white and her dad and my grandpa was black. Is the fucking night. Right. That's why I said I and can't it was even illegal. They got, they got married before it was legal for them to be married. Mm. Well, my grandmother hid um, the portion. They had to hide the portion of our white family from everybody. Like, she had aunts that came in. Like, they were neglected by the, 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 the mother and father. Right. But the aunts would come around, spend money with them, give them money to buy material to make all the girls' dresses and all of that you know stuff like that they would bring them stuff they would visit but they couldn't even tell people who these white women were right right you know what i mean well, my whole like, white family this is like a real thing. i have literal like my grandmama had a whole family before she had my my mom and my aunts and uncles and i had like aunts and uncles that are like literally white and like they like disowned my grandma because she married a black man like well, i do you i met I him a few you, times but, i do you i do you one and this ain't better i do mm. you one my grandfather had a very bad relationship with his mother-in-law mm-hmm. because he was too dark. 
Oh, that was my grandma. No, she was black. Um, Not my grandma. My grandma. She was light skinned, which you know, and right. they was all light skinned. So, prior reason for that. But at this, I mean, we know it's a reason for that. But at the same time, she, this is a good man, own businesses and all of that. You know, solid the things you look for colorism in a husband. Real. The colorism is real. My great grandma did the same so thing. Real. My great grandma like did the crazy. same thing. To and my that's aunt. what I said. We have to address these different patterns that my we start side. to see. And mind you. Not the white woman. Mind you, my <laughs> grandfather wasn't perfect. He did fuck shit and made excuses Hold for up. it. I just heard what I said. I said not on the white side, the great, on my dad's side. That means that was the black woman that was being color, like was providing colorism to black people. That's fucked up. No, it's a reality. It wasn't even the white motherfuckers. But that's the why black people do it. I mean, that takes us to the beginning of the conversation as far as what the past. Oh, is. I see you doing it. I see you, bro. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on your job. Oh, I'm on your shit. job. I see but as far as what the past, what the past creates, and what we what we working towards, but at the same time, you have to acknowledge it. Absolutely, you have to understand that it fucking exists. Like my grandmother was a warrior, yeah. and my grandfather is. Damn near Martin Luther King, if you know what I know about what he's done for the people that surrounded him. Right. right. You see what I'm saying? And it's just like, you can't compare what our mentality now right. to what they were dealing with then and change how I see them. Right. I heard somebody say- Are you say, crazy? I, I, really hate to you. I really hate to interrupt you, but I, no, ha- I, I heard done. somebody say yesterday, oh, you picked the wrong generation. I was like, yo, that's so disrespectful. Like- but we do you we understand can't pick that? Hold up, huh? We can't pick our generation. No, let's no, go to no. Let's saying, go back to what I said earlier. No, he was saying like it was in regards to racism. Oh. Um, that something happened to them. It was a white person that did something to, towards their child, and she was like, "Yeah, you picked the wrong generation." I'm like, "Yo, that's kind of like fucked up." Like, right, like. Now let me explain something about generations, and this is something that we should all take pride in. We should. Early on, I said that we are hip hop that's our culture as mm-hmm. a as a conglomerate everybody in this room we come up through that we respect that we live by a lot of rules if not all of them that exist in that as far as respect right no one entity has done more for racism for fucking sexism for fucking genocide yep for fucking classism than hip hop mm-hmm. right no one thing has ever done it. Yeah, that's very true. To the level that hip hop is. All right, so I do you one better. This is when it's one better. When did hip hop start? I was born in 82. Me too. Okay, I was born in 89. That means that our generation did it. Period. All you legislators, all you motherfuckers that were steamrolling CDs and shit. Y'all didn't bring China into our plight. Y'all didn't bring Paris into our shit. Y'all didn't make motherfuckers be able to go over there and get a bunch of money for 100 motherfuckers that ain't got... Like, y'all didn't do that shit. Right, right, right. There's Asians that are hip-hop. There's white motherfuckers that are hip-hop. There's Spanish people that are hip-hop. Absolutely. So at the end of the day, they respect my plight. Even if they don't like me, they know where I come from. Right. I can walk into a room full of a mixed breed of motherfuckers and I can look at a couple people and I can know who's fake hip hop, who's real hip hop, who's relatable, who understands what I got going on. And who just don't know by what the how fuck they carry themselves. And who don't Definitely. know what the hell is going on. <laughs> just by how they carry themselves. No generation has done more for a mass of people than ours. Right. And that's right. So wrong. let's not never downplay oh, yeah. anything from 76. To O two, right? 
Right. Real and nigga shit. And you gotta and we gotta be clear. <laughs> I was saying about the seventies babies. We gotta be clear on the end because and you I was know, about the, the people after O two swear they in the mix with us and it's not like you're but not some in the of some of the discrepancy is our fault. Right. It is. Some of the discrepancy is our fault. The transition was bad on our part. It was. We so somebody bad. that was born in O two is nineteen. Nineteen this year. right now. Right. But somebody I don't that's see born, the connection. No, because what happens is I'm talking about. I feel the like it's a whole another. Gen- no, I feel I'm, like it's a whole different type of. Gen- well, like, they, breed, like they've, when pe- they've done what every generation right. does. When they've people taken say millennials, it, it, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of older people just rate, um, relate millennials to youth, and mm-hmm. it's not. It's, it's not, not just that. It's not it at all. Yeah. So and now, you, I'm talking about art, though. Right. So right. when it comes down to O2, I'm talking about the influence artistically. When we talk about the golden age of hip hop, let's keep it hip hop. That's my we point. Started That's what I was getting. Motherfuckers right. still include up to 05, I'm pretty sure, as far as like, yo, it was still rocking just on a different wave. But what happens is we go into Kanye eras. We go into all type of eras where these kids took what they learned and they used it their way. There's nothing wrong with that. But right, what I'm saying say is the part before it all got disbanded because around 02 to 05 or right after that is where it became like, oh, now it's mumble rap. Now it's this. No, we were bringing say, people together. Around 05. We was bringing people together that whole time. Regardless of whether you like, you're not supposed to like everything. Regardless of what your twist was, we was bringing the people together. We got so successful that we started breaking our own shit down. Right. right. Okay, absolutely. I I'm Absolutely. just still relating it to hip hop because Absolutely. art has an influence on right. culture. It has influence on the youth. Just like them ten years straight that you wasn't hip hop if you wasn't a gangster. <laughs> it's part of the reason these youngins is running around crazy right now. Right. Oh yeah, it's definitely. repeating itself. And it was and one of the scariest times of hip hop for me as somebody that really digs into this shit. Really, I, I man, when the house was runs house, I was the kid rocking shells. Like I've been in this shit. Let me tell you, I was at a like, I care concert. about this the first shit. time I ever seen anybody like this is crazy shit. But the first time I ever seen anybody like. Hurt at a concert. A nigga got killed at the Buster Rhymes concert on Drexel campus when I was like 10. Mm. I'm trying to remember my first. I think it was a Ludacris concert. See? My first but, concert was Powerhouse. I've been going to Powerhouse since I was six. I was at. I went to a private school. My mom my mom bought everybody tickets. This name was 999. I we was only at, had 10 people in the class. So my mom bought everybody tickets. That's dope. Yeah. That's heavy. That was first grade, second grade. That's heavy. Your mom is shit. Second grade, I came to Ivy League. Second grade, I was to say I wasn't there for that. My mom, but no, everybody I was at the Hamlet on Hurdle tour in like the third row. Right, right, right. So I've been at shows my entire life, and I mean, yeah. like, I, we were so close, and I was so young that I got sick from the vibration of the speakers, and like, oh, shoot. did he get all that um circus shit on stage from Hammer? Right. Yeah. You talking about forty people and they flipping and yeah. falling in. It, it was just like so much. I was Everybody that was young that him. my dad had to walk me around Court State Spectrum to settle my st- like it was too much for me. I was about to fucking pass out in there, like throw up and all type of shit. And I had epilepsy, mm-hmm. so like we had to get out of there and go back because my sister was in there with our girlfriends. But like I've been damn near front row since Hammer, and Public we used to get powerhouse mine. tickets free from Rauma. Right. Cause Raul Mom worked for WJJZ or um, oh, yeah. WDS, and they was on um, sister, sister station. station. Yeah, I didn't know and that. She used to take us I when didn't we know was that. kids, she and then, cause she didn't, she didn't, she didn't, she 
She could have got more tickets, but she, you know, I get one for my son and his friend. Right. Yeah. She used to take us, and then when we got old enough, did. she used to drop us off, and then we got old enough, we just. So I used to go to like powerhouse was like going to the neighborhood Yo, basketball. Like, we went to the same powerhouse a lot. So we went to the same uh, middle school. So we had the monster jam. I never went to the monster jam because it was always the same day as powerhouse. So I never went. I remember monster jam. Was, well, that was our like little private school thing. Oh, okay. like, that's what was, yeah, that was, was like what they called it at our school. Okay, yeah. no, we had but a spring fling and we had a monster jam. They probably had everything. Was yeah, monster jam was famous. Was it a was a concert? Yeah, yeah, it was popular. But I'm just saying, I never went to our things. What was I'm the here. other one besides Powerhouse that was a real popular um, concert? Here our house day? was on the other stations joint, but that was short lived. Our house was on 103.9. 103 had something. That's, right. that's what it was. Spring Fest or Super Jam, something like that. Summer Jam, which was in New York. No, but it was 103. It was like that. 103 had it. But Q102 had one too. Right, right, right. But no, no, it was a lot of different shit. But it like, was. when it came to that kind of stuff, I always had an end But on Philly it. always yeah. had everything popping. You right, right and that. especially throughout the TLA and the Fillmore. The TLA, no. the Fillmore, the Trocadero, everything. Right. Like, they was popping. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. say I performed it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> Shoot, I think it's on them. I think it's on them. Yeah, stages. like you said. I think it's for Jay. You know that. Relating it to art and hip hop, it does bring a lot to the it culture. It does, but you really got to realize, like, nobody could disrespect our generation when you think of it in that, like, because we did more for people as a culture. Because no culture matters. No, that I do believe. And it didn't when you matter. Say, when you say it in that content, I just think that our generation and the generation under us just demands a little bit too much. Well, the demand. You know what? Because shit comes too easy. I mean, that's part of it's, it. It's too accessible. Things are too accessible, so they don't think that they have to work as hard as we. As but other, I think that's we, good. They work as hard. But they don't put as much. It's not as much effort. But I think that that's is good. good. But I don't think also not being smart about the situation or creative no, or creative. No, when harder. I say I think it's good, I don't mean as far as um not not putting as much thought into it. That's not the part I mean. Mm-hmm. I think that the entitlement of is it, a tool. The fact that you know what, this is fuck shit. And I'm not going to be scared as anybody before me to tell you that this is fuck shit. Right. Now, I shouldn't have to run for office to be able to tell you that this is fuck shit. That right. Back to the and that's how they carry it. And we'll take right. it back to the Baltimore riots when, when what's my man Freddie name? Got, Freddie Gray got killed in the back of the wagon, got murdered. Them kids did that shit. Yeah. That shit was the wire 2015, whatever year that was. Them kids walked out of school and made them cops, helicopters, and all of them motherfuckers chase them around that city for eight straight hours. And you knew what them cops knew? What? You that? better not touch them. Right. Because mm-hmm. there's not what, a goon out here yet. But this is what I mean when I say, like, being. The kids have that. I right. like that energy. Because I get what you're saying and just speaking it, like, on what we, you know, the revolution and what we try to overcome but a lot of what we try to overcome sometimes is is like when you think about it how much needs to be addressed that's and our talk- job our job is to direct the traffic yeah i'm gonna have to agree to disagree if i say that i think it is but why do you disagree? I disagree because, like I said, when we are demanding too much, and like I said, I look at the overall aspect. What I you mean don't by demanding too yeah. much? Because like, when we bring light to a lot of situations, let's take it as in the LGBT community, and then a lot of stuff with the black community, and then let's say um, a lot some things with politics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we need to address these things, but... Every little thing doesn't need to be addressed because that can come in along with the things that we pick are. Pick your battles. Right. So you can't pick it no, up. Absolutely. Right. I believe in so picking your battles. So I feel like 
that's when I say our generation right now and the generation I run demands a little bit too much and why we're at the state of some of what nah, they and, and, this and is, why you you can say that you can't disrespect us but why people are giving the disrespect but this is see now the disrespect is going to come regardless it is going to come that's regardless. first and foremost let's not never fool ourselves right. and say that there's a right regardless. way to do this thing there's no right way to be rebellious right because, no definitely because if you do it their way it doesn't matter they control that right now what i'm talking about is the fact that us like i'm damn near 40 you know what I'm saying? I know plenty. I don't have the same energy I used to have. I don't have the same needs I used to have. These children, the generation behind us, as you put it, are showing you that they are willing to jump these fences. Mm. We need to tell them why. Right. And I and agree with when that. When I say we need to when tell them like, why. When y'all blame your old head. Right. Like, that's, like, that's, like, and, and, I, and, and that's I what I said that. about hip hop I'm just saying the that like, it's a way to tell them why. And it's a way that they can go by example. jumping the fence. No, but right. what I'm because saying is, what I'm saying is they're going to jump the fence. That's a given. Because they don't have any direction. They have They have energy and no direction. Right. What I'm saying is once we see that, when you say we have too many things, like we're getting into every little thing, that's when we direct that energy into the bigger things to make it fold into I, something again that makes i gotta agree sense. to disagree because I, I wouldn't say to wait until then to direct that energy no. because that energy is very well escalated well i'm not saying we should wait what i'm saying is we actually counted their generation out we sold them they didn't give a fuck and what we saw last year and a couple years preceding it because i'm not going to act like last year's uprising was the first time because these oh, yeah, kids have been leaving, like i said yeah. before baltimore but they showed us that they care yeah, they oh yeah, showed definitely. us that they believe that they're supposed to be counted. Now mm -hmm. we need to teach them how to go about it. Now, the reason I said waited until is because they were already counted out. That's where I say we're at fault. Because a lot of people in our generation just looked at them and was like, all they want to do is sit in the house and play video games. But we don't realize that they're online. Right. We don't realize they're building relationships with people in other countries via video games. They have different standards and ideas that they're translating to these other countries through music, video games, chat rooms, all type of things that have been going on since AOL that we really don't know how to gauge because, like I said earlier, these things are so new. Right, right. and I hear you. They're and like so I said, new. and I agree with you so on that The only aspect. reason I said wait. It's just still not a healthy balance. Only reason I said wait is because it was like they actually had to prove us wrong. That's our fault. Now that we've realized that we counted them out too early, <laughs> what are we going to do about right, that right. shit? Because we have organizations, we have people, we have platforms, we have direction, we have direct connections. Us in our city and around have connections to people that are in positions of power in and out of the streets from politicians to people that can really ride through the neighborhood and tell everybody shut the fuck up and sit down for a minute. Right. What do we do to tell them we didn't give up on them? Because they're looking at it like they're fighting their own fight. And it's just like if you compare older gangs to gangs nowadays. Back in the day, there was a hierarchy. Mm -hmm. You couldn't do certain shit in the hood without a clearance. And if mm -hmm. you did, if you went against that, you had to turn yourself in or own up to it. Shut. Because it didn't go with it. Nowadays, when you watch these gang documentaries, you know what all these 19, 20, 17, 15-year-olds are saying? There is no hierarchy. We just do us right. under and this flag. Ridiculous. But you know what I want to do? Shout out to you and the interview you did with Unk. 
What's his name? How you pronounce it? Um, UGP. The, the one oh, from, oh, Nickel Nine. Nickel Nine. UGP yeah. Nickel. That's my cousin. Right, UGP that's Nickel. I know you said that. So, but what he said was, so he's from Chester and he's moved to Compton. No, no, I'm sorry, forget Compton. Sorry, Old Bay. Bay from the Bay. Bay. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, the Bay. But what he was saying was that um, that's where the Black Panther started, mm-hmm. and that they don't have. And what resonated with me was that they don't have. There's any no gangs, gangs in the there, Bay. right? Because of the community. Right, and, and that's why I said like that's food. why I said I understand. But being that there's already like gangs and stuff here, how not that is how because it's definitely a how to do it. But again, it, it comes with the approach. Right, and it's not what you do; it's how you do it. Right, and that's why. That and time. again, that's why I say it's a lot of a demanding of too much. Well, yeah. see, okay. I, that's from the perspective of looking at it individually. Now, just like I said that. Um, I think it's different. All right, look at it. Look at it like this. We had a conversation about state property. Um, I had a conversation with somebody earlier when I was getting my hair done about state property, mm-hmm. and I was saying that you're going to have conflict at some point when you put a bunch of people from all over the city in one group and just make them a unit that's not originally a unit. They don't right. owe anybody anything. But when you do that with a common goal, then there's a unified voice. Absolutely. Then there's help to bear the weight of it. Okay. And that's when it's not too big a undertaking. It's one of those things where we can multitask. We don't have to only focus on one, two, three, four, five. You and her can go over there and handle one. Right. Me and her can go over here and handle two. All right. So I have and a question like, for you. That's one of those things we got to figure out. But it's a new thing. We're at a new position. I'm sorry, y'all. In life, in society. All right, so I have a question. Since we are talking about community and hip-hop and art and the our generation being the example for the next generation, right. what would you say? And I'm going to speak on just Philadelphia. Okay. Since we're here in Philadelphia mm-hmm. and we're hip-hop here in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. what would you say on community and all the gun violence that's going on? Because we are the highest rating. I say that there are plenty of organizations in this city and around the city there are plenty of communities that we live in in this city that we can affect we can help and we can change okay i feel like but um, what about but i also see i'm different because i feel like it's my obligation to help okay and i respect and i don't i don't think that that's nobody else's direct responsibility within reason right no and i definitely respect that and um i believe we're all three of us on the same page right there but What 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 about for the music like the music artists and the music that they put out like their their you know their lyrics influence so is it art imitations life or does like imitate art is one thing I want to say but I always think that too I think that regardless which way it is I think that we have to be conscious about the things and the messages that we convey and the things that we have to that we put out now as somebody that's an artist that deals with a lot of and that's why I wanted to ask but you don't talk but 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 no but also. I grew to a to a, a point or a understanding to where I, I was intentional about what I put out too. My point. Now, at the same time, you're dealing with a lot of people that all they know is that this is the voice that they recognize that permeates right now and it works. Right. And it might get them out of here. Right. I, now, listen. Okay. With them getting out of here, they provide 8 to 20 jobs for people that would not have a job in that bracket while they're doing that so they don't necessarily see the impact that it may have but i have these conversations with people and i don't fault them for what they put out there because every form of art is violent 
at some point. You cannot just ostracize rappers or musicians. But if we talk about mu- music in general, fucking hip hop's not even the top three. But guess what? I also want to say it's beyond that as well. I think that it's so much bigger than that. It has to be. I think that it's, you can't um, put it on what somebody puts into music. Like I hate that society puts, and we know that they have an influence. But I've also seen what happens when parents take initiative to change the influences that their kids have. Sure, definitely. I specifically moved with that, right? Like specifically, I moved. And you had the resources to do so. But see, I'm glad that that was said because I was going to say, but being that we are not going to put it in the music, but what about for those people who are putting things out there and they don't even live that life? They're not about that life at all. And this is part of, but see, this is the thing, and this is why, and 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 the confusion with with rap and hip hop in general is because we it was birthed from poverty and real things. You had to be part of that to be a part of it, but it has such it has since then progressed into general entertainment. And when it comes to entertainment, is a lot of actors. And it's a shame because guess what? But as a person who's in there, and I and I and I'm going to get you to finish. Isn't that hindering those people for their growth and where they really well, need I to don't, be? What I want to do is I don't hold support, up. Life but I don't what I want to do is but hold up because what you will support is what I'm about to say. Yeah, and I what I want to do is I want to support the people who are positive, like Del P. Right. right. We have some positive artists out there who need to have some more light shine on them. Right. You know what I'm definitely. Saying? Definitely. And, um, and that's but part of some people that are in the, the joy we find in what we do. Which goes back to the same thing when you talk about that there are people who are like in the on the grounds grassroots or in whatever way you want to say but they're in the ground grounds bootstrapped whatever you want to say making these moves towards fighting against violence fighting against the poverty so there are people who are doing it they just it's, it's unfortunate which is why again a plug um on the scene is, is a, a platform a positive platform because we have to highlight it those is. things but because I, it's because negativity is the thing that's like the priority for the mass but I'm not media gonna lie. A shame. i like ratchet music as much oh, yeah. as as much as I I'm the biggest, music. I'm talking right. about beyond. Right, but yeah. but, but beyond I also that. I'm also come from a, a situation where it I'm influenced by what influences me and the music which I know for weaker minded people or for people with lesser um structure, it is a thing. Guess what but I'm we by. can't we can't we can't we can't villainize artists that are telling their truth. Sure, that's what I'm saying. Right. And that, and that's what I'm saying. And, and I'm not became, taking away from those artists, but those yeah. artists who are portraying no, it's but that's part of the that's part of the smurder conversation. And earlier, but for though. me, that was actually my opening statement: art right. imitating light, or life or life imitating art. So for me, those people who are speaking their truth, that's art imitating life because they life right. is what they speaking, right? But I think it's beyond that. I feel like it's beyond that. I feel like it's in our policy, it's in our regulations, it's in our politics, it's about our resources, it's about our mm-hmm. our systems. But you know, a it's lot about, of light they'll come to none of this stuff if the music they'll come out. And yeah. that's since that's since forever and ago. That's I mean from reggae. That is definitely if you know what reggae is built. That's on. from slavery. Slavery and I, that's okay, before right. ra- you, you know what I'm saying. Like I can take you all the way back. We got a whole bunch of songs that we can relate. To. Yeah, definitely, definitely agree with that. These you know things, what I was, these I just wanted to ask that question because you know what happens. It's like that. Segue though. Go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish. No, but it's like that one movie. What was it? Um. When the um, white politician's son came in his office and was singing all the rap words, and he was like, "Oh my God!" It's Is that infi- it infiltrated his house. It was on. Um, Malibu's most wanted. Yeah, Malibu's most wanted. That's Rabbit. That's Rabbit. Chastity, Chastity. Yeah, see. Yeah, but it's like that's what happened, and they got scared. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 the problem. It's mm-hmm. like, oh my God! Now my son. No, your son actually understands these people. He's still going to go to Harvard. 
Right. You're going to pay a half a million dollars to make sure Harvard accepts him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lori Loughlin. Yeah, I And he's going to become a lawyer, but you know what he's going to do? Lori Loughlin. Entertainment law. Because he don't want his favorite rappers to get raped no more. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how it translates, but they don't, you know. Right. It's all different, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good. But no, this has been great. Has been. I've had a fucking been. blast. We need to I order some food and keep doing. I was shit. wondering, like, am I going or here and there? I was, I was supposed to have. I like, had lots of fun. Another appointment. In 15 like I said, minutes. we definitely going to get a lit on trivia night because we got to bring wait. a lot of things to the surface. They going to be like, what? Absolutely. But no, I definitely had to ask you that because, like I said, we are here in Philadelphia, no. and. Philadelphia is a home of art and hip hop and you know it doesn't get a lot of the recognition that it should get but then I also look at it it doesn't get the recognition that it good should get because right. of all the disconnect and you know what that's why I love my position I become a conduit because they understand that I understand what they understand right from an artist's perspective to a street person to somebody that I might even talk reckless on records too at times mm-hmm. but as much as I might love your record when you chopping it up with me I'm telling you how to be better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and when I tell you what I tell you that you need to hear to be better then you won't see the need to participate in none of this stuff no more and your music could take a different direction Right, mm-hmm. but we have the advantage of being able to share that with them, but we have to take the time to. It's like I say, like you got to keep showing up. People say all the time, these youngins don't listen; they don't want to hear you. This, that, and the third. Well, you know what I mean. People talk to them; they trusted right. and they fucking did them dirty. Right, that part. You have to keep showing up. You have to keep being that solid person. Right. You don't have to be perfect, but when somebody comes to you for advice or for consultation or for consoling, that's what they're looking for from you, mm-hmm. and that's what they can't get. To that level outside of you. And they might be like me. Sometimes I'll juggle, juggle three people's opinion. But I'm not letting ten in. Right. Definitely feel you on that one. You see what that, I'm saying? So right. that's a... that's a, back I, to what we said. What you receive and what you don't receive. That's right? an opportunity to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. I love a song called Dickies and Lattice. Yo. And a hook go Dickies and Lattice. And no, I ain't coming to paint a house. Anywhere, anyone, anytime. Daylight or night, we could bang it out. Ain't with the chatter. Like... I feel that 100%. Right, right, But when I talk to that artist, which is my folk, like I fuck with him heavy, that ain't what we talking. We ain't talked about near ladder, near dick. We ain't no construction going on in our conversations. Right. We talking about how he could further himself to improve his people's situation, which is going to affect his output in the music. Right. We so, have to take advantage of those conversations. We do. We definitely do. We do. But um, I need you to roll yourself out. I need you. Okay, I can definitely do that. And I was thinking about that as you was um saying we was going to wrap it up. So as you know, closing out my month, I just want people to understand that they are worthy. So I have Absolutely. a question for it. both of you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Can you please share with me how you are worthy? So I'm going to start with Queen here. Okay. So I am worthy because um, I realize my passion and my purpose, and I'm walking in that. And through that, I am helping um, others through information through On The Scene magazine. Awesome. Ooh, you definitely are helping others. And keep doing that and striving in your purpose. Thank you. Sammy, tell me how you're worthy. Mm, I probably realized my worth through accidental impact. Mm. I've done a lot of things because it's just natural for me to do. And that was whether it was in my journey or someone else's and in the long run i realized what my impact was right 
And that made me realize my worth in this world. Like my mom has told me for years, you should teach. And in a lot of ways, I feel like I'm fulfilling that for her too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The accidental path the random things that you <laughs> are put into as a kid or growing up that you're like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing all of that stuff? I wind up utilizing now doing something that I didn't even set out to do. Right. So I'm doing something right and I'm here for a purpose. Mm-hmm. You definitely are walking in purpose. Your purpose is bigger than me. Definitely are walking in your purpose. You <coughs> are worthy. Well, I want everyone in your community to know that they are worthy, no matter the oh, setbacks or the you. situations that they are going through. Sure if are. you Say need that. any motivation, you can listen to the Black Bone and Beautiful podcast. Again, mm-hmm. it is on all podcast platforms powered by On. And she'll DM sir. you some strength early. She, I definitely well. will. I definitely sure will. will. We get the Monday affirmations in. I do that little check-in every Wednesday. We follow up on Fridays. I and I, I'm definitely going to start dropping some sunday self-care like show the community like what i do on sundays whether it's like facials or just going out to like treating myself like any little different thing that you can do right because there's so many different aspects of self-care and remember self-care is free and your sunday is your sunday exactly exactly y'all peep my whatever the day yes absolutely you know some people have different Mm -hmm. schedules so whatever day of the week that's for you Mm-hmm. That day is for you. Right. And be intentional about it. Definitely. Like it's I try to make Thursdays and Sundays my me day. Like really put off work. Nice. And whatever. But no, I definitely want to make sure that you can to let you know that you can join my community. You can become a butterfly because we are always in transition. Aww, you can beautiful. follow me at Shall I, I'm going to give you my website because it's about to drop. So you can definitely look for my website at www.blackboldandbeautiful.com. But yes. follow me on Instagram at underscore miss.bbb underscore because I just bring you all the behind the scene works. And it's a vibe. This was been this has been a vibe. Absolutely. And we rocking. Yes, we are. Y'all said y'all ordering food because a girl definitely hungry. And I'm definitely <laughs> about to bust down on this L. I love it. I love it. I love it. We doing. We doing. But we definitely doing it. So you already know it's Sunny Brick. I'm in this building with my beautiful sis, Miss BBB, and you can find me on thescenemagazine.com for everything you need from a positive perspective, from entertainment, education, everything in between. We taking care of that, and make sure that you cop the part. Listen, cop this merch. The Black Press is the voice of Black America. Listen, we rocking it hard, and we got to make sure that we have our own stories, our own narratives, our own perspectives, and our own voices. So make sure you check it out. Onascenemagazine.com. And for this, onascenemagazine.com backslash store. Holla at me. That's mm, what loved it, it is, man. This has been Sipping with Sammy, and I am Sipping with Sammy, Sam Malone, Barstool Rug. If you ain't Sipping with Sammy, you ain't Sipping right. Get your fucking life together. Ow. And catch us every Thursday, man, 4 p.m. And because we love happy hour, you can also catch us every fly day on Glockaway sure Radio, 3 to 6 p.m. We sure are. Because I'm Fly, fly Girls is at 3 day, o'clock to 4. Flyboy fly Friday boys Radio. Follow up at what time? 3 to 6 p.m. The fly girls go 3 to 4. We go 4 to 6, but it's all game. It's a game. party the whole so time. 3 to 6, you man. You're going to catch us there the whole time. Salute to DJ Trail, DJ Freaky Free, the logo, the ladies. The ladies in the building. You, you got know, my girls. Keep up with us, man. Tap in with BBB. Yes, Make sure that you support what she has going on. Put your woman on tour. Yeah. No, there's a lot of fellas in here. Put your woman on. Yes, shit, yes, man. yes. No, but the men, the men been loving the black, bone and beautiful. Community. I was going to ask so you about that. No, the men have been supporting. So and I love the ladies, but the but men. You know, you know why they supporting? Because they know that's real. Right. Yeah. They know that's real. They, and they, they need they, this they, they self-care. See something like I said, go listen respect. to them podcast episode because that last one was a gym. Oh, Y'all went it. crazy. I'm going to check you out. I ain't get to that one yet. It's good. It's all good. Got that therapist on there. Say that, man.
We out this bitch. Ooh, like, like a, a newborn. My brother. I'm sipping, 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 I'm sip